Hello and welcome to the True Achievements End of Year Review for 2016. Joining me on this very special edition of the show, I have True Achievements Social Manager and a man who I can throw any number of challenges to and he'll do them all brilliantly. It's Dave Kinetic. Hello, Dave. You're too kind. I know. Well, I thought I'd like to start off on a positive note. <laughs> we'll see how it descends. How are you doing? I'm very well. Tired up early, but... Tired. I think tired could be a general theme of our <laughs> guests today. So uh, we'll see how we get on. Also with me today, I have True Gaming Network's leading software developer, a man who makes more vectors than I've had hot dinners. <laughs> It's Jack, also known as WebChimp UK. Hi, Jack. Hey, how's it going? Whoa, you're in like sort of <laughs> robot zombie mode. Am I? Like, yeah, what does your voice sound like? Ah. Um, okay. <laughs> Hang on. Let me close some things. Whoa. So that was free. Is that okay, okay now? No, 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 no. <laughs> what has happened to you? Hang on, let me mute you and I'll mute you. Okay. There you go. You oh, there you go. Ah, okay. That's weird. You're okay. Okay. Right, so <laughs> even more weird on my screen. I'm so muted. Yeah, I know. Oh, this is this is worrying this already. It's going wrong already. Yep. Technical technological issues before we even begin. Have you made any vectors today? Not yet, but oh, on, we man. we can make it happen. Nine thirty. Okay, and <laughs> making his long-awaited podcast debut. We have True Achievements Editorial Manager, a man who can turn any slightly frustrating incident into a thousand-word beautifully written <laughs> editorial in under an hour. It's Mark Delaney, also known as Not Penny's Boat. Welcome, Mark. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. It's great to have you on the show. How are you doing? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm tired as well. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm up late. I'm up early. early. Right, we need a coffee run, everybody. <laughs> so let's do this. As ever, I am your host. Rich Stone, Gamer Tag True Achievement, and I'm responsible for us all living in this crazy TA world, so I'm very sorry about that. <laughs> okay, let's get on with it. I have split the year into four quarters, as is common in the games industry, and I thought we'd talk about some of the big stories and the big games that um, came out in each quarter. Does that work for you guys? Sounds, yeah, sounds like good. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. So, I thought we'd start with Q1. Um, Sensible. Controversial. <laughs> <laughs> Q2, um, then Q4. <laughs> yeah, I could have mixed it up a bit. So, obviously, the first thing we did was announce our 2015 uh, Game of the Year winners, uh, which was Fallout 4. I was going to say Fallout 3 then. Fallout 3 would have won for <laughs> almost any other year on PC. Um, Fallout 4, I didn't play much of it. In fact, I didn't play any of it. This is one of the only RPGs that I haven't been sucked into the must play this. Um, I think probably the only person that's most likely to have played this properly is Mark. Did you play Fallout 4, Mark? Uh, I did, and I'm still playing it. I haven't even beat it yet, and I'm kind of dragging okay. my feet, to be honest. <laughs> okay. is that Are you generally an, an RPG guy? Yeah, I am. Um, I just I played The Witcher. Well, Ooh. yeah, I, pl I bought The Witcher right before Fallout came out, got into that a little bit, then put it away for Fallout. And then I went back to The Witcher, and I haven't been able to go back to Fallout because it uh, just seems in fear. I know on the yeah. site, The Witcher was in second, but for me, uh, it's far and away better than Fallout. And it's made it tough for okay. me to get back into Fallout. I tried a bit of The Witcher. So that's an issue that I have with some quite a few games. Like I heard exactly the same thing happen to me with Titanfall 2 and um, and then Call of Duty, um, the new one, Infinite mm -hmm. Warfare. Like They're very similar 
style games, but one is clearly, well, in my mind, um, superior to the other. And I played them back to back, and it just meant that I just lost all enthusiasm. It's a bit of a shame that they weren't split up a little yeah. bit more throughout the year. But what can you do? That's not up to us. <laughs> um, the other thing that we announced just after that was uh, the 2015 annual leaderboard. So we created leaderboards for the whole year. So just just your score during that year across Gamer Score, um, True Achievement score everything achievements won any any stat you can think of um and the good news is that we'll be doing them again in january next year so look forward to that (laughs) other site news we released the information about the ultimate head-to-head contest the first version of uh which was a huge success really it was the most positive feedback i think we've ever had for any contest we've ever done uh it was uh it was brilliant and we made we made another one that's just literally in the final is over, although it's still running. Uh, we have a winner, which we talked about on last week's show. So we will continue, hopefully, to do that again. There's some rules tweaking that's definitely needed. If you've got ideas, there is a thread um, in the community events board about how we can make the UHH3 fairer. Um, but I think everyone that participated in it um, found themselves playing a lot of old games that they not played uh, for a long time and I certainly personally played a lot of stuff that I'd completely forgotten about being good and it was really good I suppose we've got a nice history of games now like 10 years so there will be stuff that we've all forgotten about did any of you have any feedback on UHH I uh, really enjoyed it actually Um, I got more into it for the second event that we've just ran rather than the first yeah the first one I Accidentally ended up popping an achievement offline, which uh, kind of threw me out of it in the second week. Yeah, but, especially if you put a lot of time into it and then it's suddenly not counting. That's like yeah. This time round, I kind of went for it and had a couple of sleepless nights, staying up getting the achievements to get me through, and uh, it was good. Yeah, a bit more strategy involved this time. Okay. Yeah, cool. my, my schedule doesn't allow me to uh, between having a son and working overnights. I would be yeah, one and done in the first round of, of UHH, I think. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, big news of the month was probably Fable Legends getting cancelled and um, Lionhead shuttering, which we didn't know at the time we posted it, but obviously that happened soon after. Um, Lionhead Studios, uh, they're in Guildford, aren't they? Well, they were in Guildford, yeah. Yeah. which is very close to our office, only about... A half hour drive away. And there's quite a few big companies there. Ubisoft are there, and there's a few others as well. This felt like a big, big deal at the time. There's quite a lot mm. of people quite upset. I've never been a massive Fable fan, um, being an RPG, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but this felt like a big, a big deal, and it seems mm. seemed like a bit of a shame because obviously a studio that's so tied to Microsoft being allowed to to go was was a big deal. Well, though, of guys that initially pushed the um, Connect stuff, yeah, they? a lot of the, so they have the Project demos. Milo stuff that got announced yep. initially, and they've been a core part of the UK games industry for sure for a long time. Mm. Mm. And, and Mark, did were, you feel it, this across the pond? Was this a was this a big deal over there? Uh, it was, yeah, and not for me. Again, um, sort of like you, I was never too too big into Fable, but uh, I thought it was interesting how they just dropped it after everything because if you guys remember last like around this time last year it was being featured as like one of the games on their you know best lineup ever promo that they were yeah. kind of billing themselves as usually fables was fable was up there with 
uh, whatever Forza and whatever else came with Halo. Hey, did Halo come out last year? Yeah. Yeah, last year. Yeah. Um, this was like, that yeah, was one of the games that was first kind of mentioned as one of the like cross play like that has now become play anywhere as well, wasn't it? Like the, the, mm. I think that was at the Windows Ten event when they launched Windows Ten. Was they had Fable Legends there? They had betas running for the Windows version as well, didn't they? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, they yeah, did so on they Xbox. They had an Xbox line, for mm-hmm. a while. I think yeah. last Christmas they were giving them out. You just you had to do something on like the site, and you got a a beta code. But yeah, I think it's it going to seem like so much work to just drop it after all that. Mm. I think it's one of the things you know when they launch a new console and they try and push things in different ways, like connect features and all that kind of thing. I think it suffered because it was like a free to play games as a service type thing, wasn't it? And the console yeah. seems to have moved away from that once Phil Spencer kind of took over, I think. So I think that might be... And it was taking forever to develop, because that was at the... Was that at, like, the original Xbox One launch event? Yeah. yeah. Definitely E3 that that followed. Um, It just seems strange for me for 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 Microsoft to let a studio go. Yeah. um, That was so close to them and and with such a... What felt like a key game in their lineup. Um, I mean, you wouldn't have thought. I don't. I don't have no idea how much it costs to run a studio like Lionhead, but you would have thought that there's enough cash in the Microsoft bank account to help <laughs> them out in some way. But um, obviously not. Have you seen all this yeah. week that uh, Phil Molyneux's been talking up? Maybe Peter Molyneux bringing Molyneux it back. Sorry, yeah, Peter's saying. Peter's brother. Peter's brother. Yeah, old brother. He tells more truth about his development, so he doesn't get his publicity. <laughs> but yeah, he's been mentioning that he'd like to work on it again, Annie, on Fable again. So it might okay, not be dead. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> we shall see. Okay, let's talk about the big games that came out um, in Q1. So the biggest game for TA gamers, um, based on numbers, by it. some considerable spre- uh, stretch, actually, this is the, the most played game of the year, uh, was Tom Clancy's Division, or The Division. Must put the that in. Which I played a tiny bit of. Uh, Jack and Dave got properly into. Mm-hmm. Not as much as Treasy, obviously, but still. I don't think anybody's played more than Treasy. <laughs> the division's number one fan. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I just didn't. It didn't grab me. I think I'm just not a multiplayer, permanently online type of guy. I like to be. You know, you're forced into into teaming up, aren't you? Pretty much for most yeah. of the missions. I'll withdraw from the conversation at this point. <laughs> it's like seamless drop in, drop out. But I can get what you mean. It was a bit of a weird game. It was kind of trying to bring a big RPG into. Well, I say big RPG. Obviously, RPGs are popular, but it was putting more of a shooting aspect into it. It's more of a modern RPG than all yeah. the kind of fantasy stuff you currently get. Yeah, I just dropped it after uh, 25 hours playing it. I, I couldn't do it anymore. I don't, I don't, I don't know what happened. It just, I just, it just wasn't doing it for me. But I don't know why it took me that long to realize that. I guess. Yeah, that's, that was a fair <laughs> amount of time. To yeah. invest. It was just I'd done like two thirds of the map, but you, you know, if you guys have played it enough, you kind of do the same thing, like region mm-hmm. to region, over and over again. And I was well, staring was at my backlog, and I know Christmas is coming with more presents from. My partner and Santa Claus, and uh, I was like, I, I just can't do this anymore. So I just, in a, in, I hastily deleted it from my hard drive before I could change my mind, and I've just moved on. <laughs> I might go yeah. back to it someday, but not, not right now. <laughs> I mean, that just shows how little you were enjoying it if you're just happy to do that. And uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, that. And did you say you planned that recently? Because there's yeah, been a bit, there's been a ton of updates, hasn't there? 
Yes. Yeah, yeah, and I I'd only ever played it recently, so I, I don't I couldn't really sense those updates. I don't know what's different since March, but. Yeah, just I probably started. There's a lot of having read the patch notes. There's a yeah. lot. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, like they keep okay. tweaking like the end game for it. I played up to the like I got the thousand gamer score. Um, Jack did the same, and then we've just not been back on it again because at the time it was all that was left to do was just grinding for better weapons, which once you've completed the game didn't really seem that important anymore. No. Um, I know they brought DLC out and stuff, but it's never. I I really enjoyed like the original game, but I've just never been tempted to go back to it again now. DLC just almost like the main game. It seemed to repeat itself because it added another level system to it, so you could yeah. level up again. Yeah, and have another level that was independently level forty, and get more weapons that were better than the other weapons you could get in the base game, and it's. Just constant iteration. Uh, yeah, I imagine they'll continue that as well. I think didn't they announce that they were continuing to support it through next year as well? Yeah, I think it's almost their destiny, isn't it? It's for game yeah. that evolves. And I know that there was three, was there three DLC packs in the season pass, and they've only done two so far. So I think. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, more so there time. must be more to come. Okay, the other big, well, arguably surprise, big game of Q1 was uh, Rocket League. So I played Rocket League. It came out on PlayStation Plus, which is when I first heard about it. And um, a couple of the guys on True Trophies uh, were big fans of the previous game, which had a really silly name, Super Car <laughs> something or other. I can't remember what it was called. It's, uh, uh, but I they were big fans of that. Oh, go. It's uh, Help super, me out. Supersonic Acrobatic. No, Super. Wait, I know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Supersonic acrobatic rocket power battle cars. That's what it is. Because my son and is obsessed with Rocket League. And wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they sensibly decided to rebrand. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one can no ever remember what to Google. Uh, to Rocket League for the follow-up. Um, and it, as I say, it was free on play at PS Plus, which gave it a massive uh, install base straight off the bat. And a lot of people wondered if it was going to be an Xbox uh, Games with Gold game. In a, in a similar fashion when it came over to Xbox, but it wasn't. It was a paid paid game, but not full price, uh, digital only. And uh, if memory serves, £20? Probably 30 bucks, something like that. I thought it was... I, I mean, it's, it's it later came to disc. It might be more expensive now, but download uh-huh. here, it's 20 bucks. Okay, yeah, it's £16 currently on mm-hmm. the store, and I think that was the price the whole time, and that would probably have been 20 bucks too, given the collapse of the pound. <laughs> we won't yeah. talk about political <laughs> movements in this podcast, we'll skip over the disasters. Um, so I've played it to the full thousand. I'm going to be a terrible human being here and say I really enjoyed just getting the achievements, but I didn't play beyond that base thousand, and a lot of guys, or a lot of, a lot of people I know, including um, Dave and Jack, have put a lot more hours into it, and they... That wasn't just for the extra achievements, was it? You did put some actual proper normal gaming into it. Mine um, was a bit of both. Like I'll play it with me. Yeah. My son really enjoys it, so I'll play it with him. I enjoyed it, but it's not something that I just. I'd rather play FIFA or something. Do you know if I'm just picking something okay. to play? So kind of the achievements dragged me back in, and then I realised how much he enjoyed it. Played it for a bit, and then skipped on again. Yeah, I mean, there's no. It's just a, a sports game, so there's no end game yeah. as such apart from getting the getting the game a score but it's turned into a bit of a phenomenon it's fair to say oh yeah since it's, since it, um, it's gone a bit crazy i played it when it first came to ps plus last uh i think it was july last year and um i, I had no expectations i fell in love with it immediately 
And you could tell in the way that Psyonix was talking about it that it was always going to come to Xbox, which I much preferred because that's that's sort of my primary console, you know. And um, yeah, I 1000 did as well. And oh, I've since gone back to get all the DLC achievements. Actually, just recently finishing off the last one. On TA, it says I put in 375 hours on it. That's not all me. <laughs> a lot of that's my son, actually. My, my four-year-old son is obsessed wow. with cars, so we play it a lot together. And he'll even play it solo when I'm awesome. not around. But yeah, I, I've I've said it a couple of times on on site elsewhere. But I, I think Rocket League is the closest thing to perfect that a video game has ever come. Like I, I can't praise it enough. I truly okay. just wow. love it. That's, that is high praise. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Are you generally into sports games? Because it is, you know, it's it's, it's deriv- derivation is sort of a almost like a football three aside football game. Yeah, not so much. Do I definitely play... don't like I don't like European football. I love American football, and sure, I'll okay. occasionally and I'll play I'll occasionally play. Uh, some basketball games, but pretty pretty much for me, it's just American football. And then this thing, it just you know, it, you, once you play it, you understand. Like it just feels so good. Yeah. And for me, I found like, it quite challenging as well. It's it's not that straightforward. I mean, I suppose it's a very simple concept. So for those who haven't played it, which must be no one, but it's like <laughs> a, three, a three on three. You're driving a car in a massive arena, uh, three cars on each team, and then there's a, a big giant ball thing that bounces around. There's a net at each end and much like hockey or football, the objective is to knock the ball in the opponent's net. But actually controlling the cars to the point where you're in a position to actually, I was going to say nod the ball, but hit the ball in the in the correct direction <laughs> to score or pass is um, is non-trivial and takes a bit of getting used to. Yeah, and- it's not like a football game where like the ball sort of sticks to your foot. You are you are constantly in motion and you're constantly trying to be behind the ball, which is you know it's it's tricky. And since I played it. Uh- ahead of a lot of the, my Xbox friends and just the general Xbox community being on PS4 this like six months earlier, there was like a week or two when it first came to Xbox where I was living yeah, like a king. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching everybody's like whiff on, on some aerial shots and I was just, oh, I was running circles around people for a couple of weeks and they all caught up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. What time in your life that must have been. <laughs> I can imagine that must have been. <laughs> I just want to go, but I just, I just had a look because I reviewed it for the site and I gave it a four and a half out of five. I know, I'll never forgive you for that. One, one, of the negatives, <laughs> one, of, one of the negatives I put was lack of cross-play with other platforms. Cause ah, they fixed that. The PS4 version had it, you could play with PC, and people in the comments there, I won't say names, like, <laughs> what games have that? <laughs> Told you. <laughs> yes. Well, there you go. There, four and a half was the official score. So talking about scores, review scores, the third biggest game uh, by players... Oh, it is God. a fair old drop down after this point. <laughs> um, and we're going to dispute the pronunciation of this because Jack and I pronounce it completely differently. But I've been pronouncing it Z-Heroes and Jack's been pronouncing it Zeros. Does anyone know the correct pronunciation of this game? I always oh, figured it was zeros. Zero yeah, I zeros. Yeah, okay. in my head it was zero. A silent H. Okay, I think I'll you'd have a hyphen third. if it was Z-Heroes. In my mind anyway. But... Okay. I think spelling rules have gone out the window. It's, uh, it's all caps. See, that throws that throws is missing the whole thing. E and heroes. So. Yeah, it's mm. just a mess. It's a mess of a title, mess and it's a mess game. of a game. <laughs> <laughs> it's got, it had our lowest review score of the year, um, exclusively until last week. <laughs> but um, it's still our lowest review score. It only got half a star, didn't it? 
Oh, is it a half? I thought it got one. I no, I gave I gave okay. it one star. Was it um, one? Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's joint joint worse. Okay, so it could no, have been could have been worse then. I don't think we've yet. Uh, given so it most of you will be wondering why it was the third biggest played game, and it's because it was a games with gold title. I still not even touched it. I was so put off by the review that I didn't go close to it. But I probably yeah. clicked the purchase button um, when it was free. To the credit so, of Rimlight, uh, to, to the credit of Rimlight, Rimlight, the people who did it, um, they did patch it uh, within a couple of weeks, and they fixed a lot of the glaring issues. And I remember okay. pe- people in the comments were even like demanding that I re-review it, and I was like, "Well, no." <laughs> but, <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, the, it, I actually just mentioned it in a, in a feature that just went up on the site right before we started the show. Uh, it, it did fix a lot, but there were still plenty of things that no patch could ever like undo. So like, it's still terrible. Unless they released an entirely different name in yeah, a game yeah. with a patch. Yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> Hovering around the same number of players and also for a similar reason uh, that it was free to play is Roblox. Now, some people have some fondness for this i think i got the full thousand on this just but honestly every excuse me i'm gonna sneeze oh it's gone i get is it coming is it coming now it's gone i've lost the sneeze no i did some live streaming of this it was my first twitch performance (laughs) and i was literally just confused (laughs) <laughs> by everything about this game like it's like a it's not it's not a game it's like a platform isn't it really um yeah. where you can download other games into or you can play other people's game i'm guessing people make these things i think you make it on pc and then upload your world and then you can download it onto the xbox but um i didn't find a single one of the 10 games that i played to have any enjoyment it was like playing i don't know a really really old rubbish <laughs> games but, but like, even games from my youth on terrible systems had merit they had you know stuff put into them because i loved them i struggled to find a single game that had any merit like because collision detection was horrible just the controls were terrible i don't know does anyone there like roadblocks i stayed away from (laughs) your kids do yeah that's that's what i think i mean it's got that sort of minecrafty vibe but yeah i think the bad thing about it was as well they only brought a select few, I can't remember what the number was, but maybe 10, somewhere between 10 and 20. Yeah. The game's over. Whereas if you go on the website, there's like hundreds and hundreds of Okay. Maybe they just picked the 10 worst. So, yeah, they just, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how they picked <laughs> I don't think the 10 most popular, so that's, oh, it doesn't bother well. added more in. They've added more in since, but I don't think it was really aimed at us as adults, to be honest. But Right, okay. Well, it's a free and easy thousand, I think. I'm pretty sure I got it. It's easiest. You've got to do... 20 days, haven't you? Can say yeah, that was the hardest thing you had to sign into the game. I still haven't done that. <laughs> haven't you? I haven't done what, kind of, what kind of achievement list makes you do something 20 days, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Horrible human being. Um, yes, I think we're at that point. <laughs> we'll talk about Far Cry Primal. So, uh, number five on the list for Q1 was Far Cry Primal. Now, I have loved all of the Far Cry games, and I'm just staggered that I still haven't played this. I, have, I bought it, and I still haven't started it yet, but I was a massive fan of 3. And I th- in fact, I thought three was one of the best games I played in a long time. Uh, four, I liked, but not as much as three. And then I've just, I don't know, it's because they didn't put a number five on it, that I haven't started this one yet. Um, but I know Bex was a big fan. She reviewed it, I think. Yeah. Uh, I, think it's usually, I think she gave it four. Um, the user rating on the site is actually slightly above the division. So be that what it is i don't know what that means but if you like the division maybe you'll like fire cry primal a tiny bit more 
<laughs> Did any of you guys play it? Not yet, but I think I'm going to get it. Uh, it'll probably be in a sale right around. It Christmas was. It was in the Black Friday sale. That's where yeah. I picked it up. And I didn't. I didn't need it yet then, but I think it's going to be in the sale again, like around New Year's. You know, so I might grab it then. I'm sure, it will. Yeah. I okay. Picked, well, I'm going to play that in Christmas period. <laughs> I picked it up on a whim, pre-owned, and I got it home, and the disc, disc was scratched, and I traded it, so I took it back, and then they didn't have any more in stock, so unfortunately, still not played it. It's a great story, though. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Okay, cool. So none of us have played Funko Rabbit. Okay, let's move on. So Unravel. Unravel, oh. you'll remember, was um, thrown this poor, timid, <laughs> uh, was he Norwegian, a Scandinavian guy, was thrown onto a giant E3 stage. <laughs> at last year's E3, um, and and was clearly very scared, just as I would have been in the same position. But thrown in between like dramatic FIFA ads <laughs> and Battlefield stuff, it was. And then this poor little guy comes out with his little controller and telling us about. Um, oh, I can't even remember Yarny. the name of the character. Yarny, Yarny yes, How could you forget? Yarny. <laughs> and it was weird because it was like a little, yeah, quite. It was a little cutesy platformery, had a sort of. Um, Sackboy vibe from PlayStation, but just thrown in amongst this massive AAA madness, and it was to a, it was part of a new EA uh, program that they're running to help the smaller developers, which is amazing. And this was the first fruit of that. And um, I didn't play it when it came out. I liked the look of it, but it went on to EA Access uh, mm-hmm. a few months ago, and I've I've played it and I finished it, and I I really enjoyed it. I found it pretty tricky. I won't lie. It was some of the some of the levels were particularly challenging, and there's an achievement for completing the entire game without dying. Um, and there's you know some of the levels I was dying 30, 40 times on, so I was like, there's no way I'm ever going to be able to do that. But really enjoyed it. Loved the look of it, um, and the, and the, and the feel of it. It was very something very different. Did any of you play it? I, I loved it. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I actually intend on completing it, but that that one achievement to beat it without dying is a little bit intimidating. Although yeah. some, I haven't looked at their solutions, but someone said you can take it chapter by chapter. Oh yeah, it's to... not a single playthrough. Yeah, um, so that's so you a just need bit. to do. Yeah, I mean, there's that one level where you, you, there's electricity and you're going across wires and stuff, and it almost seemed random when I got fried. <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't. I'm sure you could time it perfectly, but I just couldn't imagine trying to do that level. But really cool. It's like nothing. You know, it's, it's. I suppose it is like quite a few games I've played, but the 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 graphics and the the feel of it seem very different. To, to yeah. anything else I was playing this year. Yeah, I thought it was great. It's in my top five this year, actually. Yeah, me too. Me too. A couple of other mentions. Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 2. Dave, I think you quite got into this, didn't you? I didn't like it as much as the first one. Interesting. They kind of changed it and made... The, the first one was purely like a, a multiplayer third-person shooter, like squad-based shooter, which was like hidden behind this colourful and childish-looking kind of... But it wasn't. It was quite in depth. Whereas the second one, they kind of added single player elements and like hub right, okay. worlds and stuff, and tried making it a bit. It was kind of like a, a bit like Destiny or something. It was a bit weird. Quests and stuff just didn't get into it at all. Okay, um, user ratings. It actually has the highest of all the games that released in Q4, which is interesting. So I, this also came to EA Access. Um, last month i think so i intend to try and have a go at this i imagine there'll be still be people online playing it because it has got quite a following now the other game i wanted to briefly mention was hitman um which obviously had episodic content this year mm-hmm. not many people have played it uh which suggests that maybe that wasn't a huge hit i know quite a few people said at the time that they were going to wait for 
like the physical retail version to release that kind of came out was it in November or something? So, so the final, yeah, was the final part part five that came out last month? Yeah, and then they, so it might it might pick up after Christmas or something, I guess. But I think the way they did it really kind of turned people off. People off. Yeah, it's a slightly weird thing. It's almost like they didn't have enough money to make the full game, so they were trying to work out how they could actually <laughs> get some cash yeah. in on the way, well, uh, which is fair enough. One but, of the main um, things for me, Hitman's always quite technical and fiddly with the controls, and if you're playing a chapter of it then waiting yeah. two months for another one to release, by that point you've forgotten what you were doing and kind of the control scheme for it, so it's relearning it again, but yeah. with more stuff that, that you Kind of so that they did support it with like uh, these weekly targets and things. So even though there was no achievements and things, they did have like there's been one one for this week coming up still. So they're still supporting it. Mm-hmm. Like the elusive targets, you could jump in and so you, you didn't have to put it down completely, I guess. Mm-hmm. And they've indicated that they want to do a second season in the same format. So uh, okay, yeah. well now I suppose now they've got the engine done, that's probably straightforward. Mm-hmm. Site news we did, uh, site wishlist voting system, so you can now vote for things that you want on the site, and we also did game and achievement notifications for um, back and pat news, um, flag changes, so when things go unobtainable, or discontinued rather, or they're fixed from being those things, you can now Mm. get... New challenges as well. And new challenges, yes. Always forget challenges, because they've sort of... Few and far between, but some companies are still supporting them, seemingly. Okay, and I just wanted to make a quick mention for the big op-ed of Q1, which is I'm getting too old for this, which was a particular highlight of mine. Uh, We'll link to that in the show notes. (laughs) That's Q1 wrapped up. Three months in 25 minutes. (laughs) Okay, so let's move on to Q2. It was a busy time for games and news. Obviously, right at the end of Q2, uh, we had E3. And of course, the big news coming out of E3 was Project Scorpio. Obviously, the world went a bit nuts. This is quite a huge thing for Xbox to have done. Mark, what are your thoughts on Project Scorpio? Um, I'm trying to figure out where it exists in the ecosystem because I thought the PS4 Pro was going to be the direct competitor to the Scorpio and would give us an idea of what the Scorpio would look like next year. And then the PS4 Pro, to me, seems more like a Xbox One S competitor. Yeah, I think you're right. Which means the Scorpio is going to leapfrog both of those to such an extent that would have to merit whatever price tag it's going to have. I'm, I would say probably five, $600. And what that will entail, I, I just don't know. I, yeah, it's an interesting one, isn't it? So uh, we assume that it means that because they've said that no games are going to be released purely for Scorpio, that... All games will come as if, I suppose, just like they are on a PC, where you have settings that you can ramp up. And I guess it would just have two modes, like a regular Xbox One mode and then a Scorpio super duper amazing mode. And yeah, the price point's an issue, isn't it? I mean, Phil Spencer came out recently and said it's going to be a premium console and it'll be priced accordingly, which made <laughs> I think made a lot of people's little parents like, oh no, <laughs> little Johnny's going to want a seven hundred pound console for Christmas. Um, I don't know. It's still too early to call, isn't it? But um, I mean, it felt like they were losing the numbers battle for quite a while, and I think that's impacted on on sales as well as all the other uh, pre Xbox One announcement stuff that didn't go very particularly well. I think everybody will be 
um, happy to accept that that was the case. Uh, so it's weird. I mean, it feels like I I was considering getting an Xbox One S recently until Jack reminded me that Scorpio is out next year. But it feels like I could be I could buy another console now. I feel like I, I, you know I'm and the P- PS4 Pro doesn't you know it doesn't tempt me at all. I have heard good things about the uh, improvements it makes to PSVR um, visually. Apparently, it's it's head and shoulders above what you can get out of a PS4. Uh, but apart from that, I see no reason for me to upgrade. Obviously, if you, uh, um, so if I don't actually know the pricing, how much is PS4 Pro? Um, four hundred, I think, depending on. Let's see. Okay, and was that the same price as the PS4 at launch? Yeah, yeah, I think so, right? Because it came. So they dropped the price of the regular PS4 and then brought the Pro in at the same price point. Yeah, it was. And they have okay. The so if, obviously, if if Microsoft follows suit with that, then I think we'll all be getting one, I would imagine. Um, but if they if they go too much higher than that, it could just kill it in the water. I think with the tech and the specs they're talking about on it, it's going to have to be quite a bit more than that. Because you're almost talking about a mid-range PC at this point. Mm. Um, obviously, PC tech's always going to be way far ahead, and you can get more bang for your buck with PC. But it's the beauty of having just something you know you can buy a disc for and it'll work and you won't have to faff about with upgrades like two months down the line okay well right now i'm thinking i mean have you got like a top end price that you wouldn't go above i'd probably pay i don't know it feels like something that we have to have anyway or i have to have to talk i think i'd pay 600 for it you'd go that high really yeah that's like 700 bucks yeah, it's, it's almost one to one, isn't it? Six hundred yeah. bucks at that point. In the old days, that would have been a thousand bucks. Yeah, if if all the hype that they're if all the hype that they're giving it uh, can be trusted, then yeah, I'd probably pay six six hundred dollars. I think maybe six. I was thinking because I don't know what they would pack in with it, but they'll probably have a few different versions of it. Maybe like a, one for five hundred fifty, and then. I was yeah. wondering. I'm still wondering what they're going to do with VR. To be honest, I don't. Maybe we can get into that later. But mm, yeah, possibly. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I, I think I'll definitely go. And I mean, we, the thing is, we've got no idea of. We literally don't know anything. We don't know the price. We don't know the release, and we don't know what game is going to be taking advantage of the of all that extra grunt yeah. at the moment. So there could be. I would imagine they might have some stuff not announced yet. Yeah, I reckon be... that's why E3 this year. Theirs was pretty much nothing towards the future, was it? It was all kind of stuff that was coming out this holiday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, was, there wasn't anything like, oh, there was nothing on Crackdown 3 and things like that, you know, that they yes. spoke about before. There was Sea of Thieves, which is obviously coming out early next year. Sea of Thieves doesn't need a Scorpio to run. No, but I, th- I think they didn't, I think they held off a lot of things because they normally go, I know it's like a few, like a, do the holiday then a little bit into the future, as they, they didn't all this year. So I think there's going to be quite a few announcements to 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 do with it. Hopefully. I think this year's E3 yeah. is going to be one to watch. Mm-hmm. I mean, I th- if this, so I think they recognized that when the 360 came out and they had a year head start on the competition, that that helped them greatly. Because even last gen, we saw towards the end the PS3 actually caught up to the Xbox, uh, the, th- yeah. the 360 almost toward, at the end there, and then this gen, um, they came out concurrently. And because of like the the pre-release fiasco, they've they've been blown out of the water all generation. So I've I've kind of been of the mind that they're basically licking their wounds and regrouping and just calling this gen 
a loss essentially. I mean, yeah. we all love the Xbox they One. They still sold more than they had 360s at the time, though. I think. Yeah. If you look at the life cycle, uh, life cycle, they've uh, to this point compared to yeah. yeah. Um, and they have actually the last few months. You'll probably remember um, various Xbox people tweeting that they'd won hardware sales for that month, and it was sort mm. of four out of the last five months, I think, which is good. But I mean, I was, I, I, who's buying new consoles now anyway? Um, I suppose people are getting Xbox One S's, but most Xbox people are waiting till next year now. Interesting. Okay, other um, industry news. All support was announced to be discontinued for Project Spark. And Xbox Fitness also is... Is it still running? I think it's still running now. There's an active thread on the site about how to try it, the best way to get those final achievements, (laughs) which have got some crazy achievements in in, um, Xbox Fitness. Um, So these are both like free-to-download games (laughs) uh, with with sort of added-on content. Um. Project Spark was... I used it for Leapfrog. We might as well mention Leapfrog. So we did Leapfrog version 2 this year, uh, which you had to get a higher ratio than the target ratio, which went up every single day. And uh, I used Project Spark for some of these um, because there was lots of easy-to-get achievements. And because it was... It was a separate list on Windows 10, but like a shared save file. Yeah, there was some sync in between them. Yeah, which is really weird. It's almost like the opposite of Play Anywhere or something. It's like, uh, that's got shared shared save file too, but doesn't have separate lists. So the weird thing is you could have play, you could play hours and hours and hours on the 360 and unlock, uh, sorry, on the Xbox One and unlock a load of achievements and then just turn on, just download Project Spark on Windows 10 and boot it up and then a bajillion achievements would unlock instantly, mm-hmm. which is like amazing. <laughs> so it was perfect for LeapFrog and things like that. Um but it was a it was an interesting concept, and I assume it's been reasonably successful. Project Spark. It's a really weird pricing model for it, to be honest, because they it was obviously a free base game on both platforms, and then they released DLC for it, which was paid. Mm, like Conquer. Yeah, but you had your microtransactions within the game too, so you had like Spark points or something, and then all the DLC ended up going free. Um, so they turned it into title updates so when you downloaded the game you just had it all there to play instantly and I think they gave everybody that had bought the DLC some spark points and doubled the speed at which they'd level or something right, Um, just to try and get people through it yeah, just to try and appease people I think people that spent a lot of money on the DLC because it was uh, I think it was um, 6 to 10 pounds per piece so yeah, I bought Conquer when it came out yeah um, and it was okay. I mean, the game the game was fine. I think it was trying to do a lot because of its very open environment. You could literally try and build anything you wanted. Yeah, well, it was kind uh, of... Um, which made the engine quite difficult. I mm-hmm. think it was trying to do a lot of stuff. It was a make-what-you-want-of-it title, wasn't it? Yeah. If you wanted to go in and make a world and create a world for other people, that's cool. If you just want to go in and download things other community members have made, then that's fine too. It means people can build, much like Minecraft, it means people can build worlds where it makes it easy to get some of the achievements. Yeah. Um, I think this was the first game to really change a lot of the requirements for the achievements post-launch. Um, a few other games did it for individual ones, but this one did mm-hmm. a wholesale um, refactoring of, of requirements for achievements um, after the game came out. Obviously, that yeah. would never have been possible on the 360, but using the new 
using the new achievement system, it was. Well, it was um, actually announced for the 360, the ah. game itself, and then they ended up canning it um, further down the line. But the achievement requirements, I think that helped it no end, um, changing those around. Because some of the achievements, it was like, get 100,000 world downloads, which I never would have done. And they replaced that with, like, play 12 hours of community. Games, <laughs> yeah, it's not even the same. I could just leave my console on. But yeah. I would never have started the game if those requirements hadn't have changed. So. Okay, um, other stuff that happened. We uh, Microsoft released a million old gamer tags for reuse. So they, they'd sort of been... I guess they were shuttered accounts or um, old accounts, but we processed an absolute ton. When when these <laughs> came up, um, there was a lot of three-letter ones people were grabbing. But we were processing you know, thousands of gamertag changes going through the site for a, every day for a week. Because um, they they sta- staggered the release, didn't they? I don't think mm-hmm. they did it all at once. I didn't change mine. <laughs> that would have been really confusing. <laughs> uh, in fact, none of us did. But um, I, I know a, a, an awful lot of people on TA did, and even like regular forum posters had like completely. And it was like, oh, are you the same person? <laughs> to remember stuff like that. I was hoping yeah. they opened mine up. Uh, somebody, my gamer tag is a reference to that television show Lost. I don't know if you guys yeah. ever watched that, but uh, I got to mine later. Than this other guy did apparently, and he got the he got the actual O's in his in his words, where I had to use zeros. zeros yeah. And I was kind of I've I've stalked him over the years to see if he's active. He's, he hasn't been active in a while. I don't know. I was hoping they would release that one. I was going to go grab it, but it didn't become available. <laughs> oh, what a shame. Still, you I'd have been confused. <laughs> Some sort of imposter. Um, at the same time, um, I think this was at E3. Uh, Call of Duty, the double pack, the way that you could play Modern Warfare only by purchasing Infinite Warfare, uh, was announced, I believe. Uh, we did a, a very popular story about it called uh, Call of Duty Consumer Warfare. We'll come on to talking about the Call of Duty when we get to Q4, but uh, that was a controversial uh, decision and... Wasn't that the same time that the trailers came out and Call of War Duty's Infinite Warfare trailer became the most downvoted yeah. game trailer of all time on YouTube, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then Lots Battlefield was the opposite. Yeah, Battlefield. I mean, to be honest, the Battlefield one was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, that did blow me away too. Uh, site news, we revamped our homepage and new story redesign, which has been a general success. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say oh, some some negative comments, but uh, we tried to m- make everyone happy that had complaints. So hopefully everybody's enjoying those now. Um, <laughs> we created a True Achievements YouTube team, which mm-hmm. has uh, been creating varied, numerous and varied videos for the last three or so, four months, I would say, um, consistently. Uh, and that content's really good. I'm very proud of everything that those guys have achieved. Yeah. So well done to everyone involved in that. Check out our um, True Achievements, uh, True Gaming Network YouTube channel. It is linked from the homepage of the website. And Microsoft and also announced that it was retiring the 360, which had to happen at some point. But there's still mm-hmm. support through next year. And was it, I think they said 2018 was the, the year that it was going to be. No more support, but um, I might be wrong on that. Games. Wow. What a quarter for games. Massively varied, but Mm. high quality lineup in Q2. The big game, which we didn't really realize at the time, at least Jack and I didn't when we went to play it um, in the preview, was Overwatch, uh, which we both enjoyed, but we had no idea it would snowball into the massive 
game that it's become, award-winning game. It's just every award show we've we've covered this year seems to lavish hundreds of awards on Overwatch. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a bit out of the blue for for me. I I, I lumped it in the Battleborn. The games, very similar games that came out at a very similar time, and for me they were you know very similar games. I didn't see the massive uh, difference in them, but uh, Battleborn was a bit of a commercial flop. Is that fair? It didn't certainly didn't sell as <laughs> yeah. much as I thought it would sell. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas Overwatch was a huge success. Um, now used for esports, just you know, and people on the site that love it absolutely love it. They really rave about it continue to play it all the time and there's they're supporting it with additional characters quite regularly mark did you get into overwatch at all not yet i uh they've had two free weekends i meant to hit the second one and monday morning came and i was like oh that's right <laughs> <laughs> that was the weekend just yeah, yeah. i i was actually just speaking to someone today about next time it comes back around for free I'll, i'm gonna try it i'm not i'm not typically too big into multiplayer you know rocket yeah. league has kind of won me over but most else doesn't, but I do want to try it just because it's apparently amazing and I like to know what's going on, you know? <laughs> yeah, I think the key to this game is having a team that know what they're doing um, and communication, which is the case with many uh, multiplayer shooters, but it's particularly in this because you, you need to have a good balance yeah. of um, classes when you, when you go into it. So um, it's weird as well because there's not a lot of content, is there? They, they weren't, it didn't launch with many maps and I'm not sure they've added... Any at all, to be honest. I think it was about mode. six or seven, wasn't it? Was it that many? They have done um, two kind of seasonal updates as well. I don't know if they had custom maps or not. Oh, the Halloween. Yeah, and the winter one, which has just gone live. Okay. So, unfortunately, none of us know a lot about Overwatch apart from playing <laughs> it briefly. But um, that was certainly the surprise success of the year, I guess, mm-hmm. at least for for that quarter. The second big game of the year of uh, Q2 was Quantum Break. Which I remember now when I was playing it at the time, I absolutely fell in love with. Um, I thought it was one of the best story-driven um, games with, with very cool mechanics. Some of which were unique that I hadn't really come mm-hmm. across before. That's uh, what Remedy does. I love those guys. <laughs> yeah. it was. So I'm sure you've played this one, Mark. And, um, we've yeah, I, was, I wrote the review for this one. Okay. And what did you give it? Uh, four, 4.5 out of 5. I loved it. Yeah. And I, I really tried to go into it looking like or removing my biases from loving Alan Wake as well, you know, because that that game's one of my maybe probably even my favorite from last gen. And um, OK, but I'm, I'm able to, you know, I think I'm fair enough that I'm able to separate myself from those potential biases. And I, I still came away from it thinking it was excellent. They they, they always do great story. They always yeah. add something interesting to the mechanics and. I, I actually want to play it again, but I've got too much to play right now. You can play well, it for me if you want. That I'm sure they'll make <laughs> of because it was I was you know it's unusual to get a new IP that's that grabbed me so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I never played Alan Wake, um, although I I do own it now I guess because I bought the digital. Oh right. So what did um, you think I, of the live action portion? Uh, oh yes, now the live action portion. So the first time I saw some of that was at the, obviously at the end of the first chapter or act or whatever it was called. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had some internet issues at the time, or Microsoft had some internet issues at the time. And then I watched like about five minutes of it, and then it started buffering. And I just wanted to get on with playing the game. I was having so much fun playing the game that I didn't really want to sit there and watch a film, <laughs> which is what it mm-hmm. felt like it was trying to get me to do. Mm-hmm. So I skipped all of the rest. But um, 
So I have no, I have no idea whether that stuff was any good or not. I didn't really, I don't like the idea of throwing it in the middle of a game. I don't, I don't really get that. Yeah, it seems unnecessary, but Remedy's kind of a group of lovable weirdos that would do that sort of thing. But I don't, yeah, that's I don't right. know. At least they made it yeah, it it was it built a lot of the world. Um, I think some of it was even somewhat crucial to the whole story. But oh. you you could definitely <laughs> you could definitely. <laughs> no, I mean you could skip it and still get get you know your money's worth out of it. I think, but and it's only it only amounts to uh, like a little over an hour in total. Right. Okay. The four uh, episodes. So I mean, you're not missing much. I thought the game was amazing. The only thing that let it down for me was the final boss battle. Yeah. Which I thought was clunky. And really, I just didn't know what I was supposed to do in it, which was very annoying. Um, I had to watch a video in order to, to beat that level. But um, really good game. Um, and there's a ton of achievements I can go back and easily get for making the other decisions, which were probably worth doing at some point. Um, but yeah, really, really good. Um, Jack, you played it crossplay, didn't you? Yeah, I did. It's your so first it's one experience of, the... of crossplay. I think it was one of the first kind of, I say, proper titles to go cross-play on um, this channel. First notable title, anyway. But it was I was really impressed with how it worked. Um, so I played it a little bit on the Xbox, then installed it on the PC, started it up, and it just chucked me straight back into the game. No kind of loading uh, loading screens initially, but no, like, do you want to um, pick a save game or whatever? It's just a single save game. And nice. just started back where you were, and then jumped back to the Xbox, played it a little bit more on there. But That's the PC cool. looked phenomenal as well, and being able to max the settings on it. I was playing on Ultra, not to brag, but <laughs> <laughs> it looked looked lovely. Yeah, that game does look great. That's one of the praises I, I sang for it in the review. Is I think the audio and the the visual design in that yeah. game was just yeah. top notch. Yeah, well, just the visuals on the time effects and like you yeah. throw an orb to freeze a section. Yeah, it's awesome. The kind of fractured view that you get through that is really good. I was honestly surprised more people weren't talking about that at the time. Like, I was playing it as a pre-release title, and I was like, "Oh man, when when this when this goes live and with all the other reviews, that's you know everyone's going to be saying that." And I didn't really hear it too much elsewhere. I was I kind of felt like maybe we've grown to be like kind of spoiled because <laughs> everything reviews. looks great now. The we're reviews just... were really mixed though, weren't they? Yeah, like, that's true too. There were some a people loved it. Some people thought it was like, a, like I, to be honest, I played it. I thought it felt like a, a an above average shooter. Like I just <laughs> can't, can't get into it. Like I, I think I'm at like the second or third act and I just got no will <laughs> to go back and play it again other than go back to the achievements for me. Okay. Each to their own. <laughs> Let's move on to something that you did enjoy, Dave. Right. Doom. Doom, yeah. So this was a bit of a surprise, I think. Um, so yeah, I, I played the original game quite a lot. Did you play the... You must have played the originals. On, yeah, on. must about, yeah. Mm. And they they did a very clever reboot of, this, of the series where there was a lot of nods to the original gameplay, um, but totally... You know, completely different. If you look at the side by side, if you looked at the screenshot, you probably wouldn't even put them in the same series. But yeah, tell us about it, Dave. What did you, what did you enjoy about Doom? I just thought they did a really good job of kind of making, combining the old school gameplay that Doom was famous for, and sort of like bringing it to a new generation. Like 
it it felt very old school. Do you know things like pickups on the floor and stuff. Yeah. There's no reloading. Everything's just and and the the action was just constant non-stop movement, just yeah, forward movement, fast as well. Isn't yeah. It? Whereas you like most shooters, like if you could Call of Duty, Battlefield, things like that, you kind of it's all about pacing yourself and picking off enemies from a distance. Whereas this was a bit like Titanfall Two, where it was just like constant movement was the way to go. Kill people, get your health at like upgrades and your extra ammo and stuff. It was really good. It really looked brilliant. I think the the, the multiplayer was a bit of a downside for it. Right. But, uh, generally speaking, the campaign was pretty excellent. Yeah, I still haven't finished the campaign, but I'm, I'm a long way through it. Um, there was one level where I had to just keep climbing. There's a level where you just got to get to the top of this ridiculously infinite structure. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I... And um, I think I kept falling down and it wound me up. <laughs> I gave up on it in the end. Um, but no, uh, well, I really enjoyed, as you say, the, the pacing of the game. It is proper relentless. Um, some pretty nasty enemies as well. and um, Good weapons. Great, great spread of different. <laughs> yeah, and it had that uh, kind of the old school vibe of like, you know, the proper heavy music and stuff going on. I mean, yeah. Just really well done. Bring it, So like reboot a franchise, that's probably the way you should do it, I think. I agree totally. Check it out if you've not played Doom. It is also the highest uh, user rating we've got on the site for... Probably it might even be for the whole year. Oh no, that's Dark Souls, sorry. But it's right up there with, with Dark Souls 3. Uh, Dark Souls 3 also came out in Q2. Um, Mark, I'm going to ask you if you've played it because none of us three have. Uh, no, I've avoided the entire series to this point okay. in my life, and I, can, I plan to okay, keep it so, that way. <laughs> yeah, Dark Souls famously brutal games, um, which is the opposite of what I enjoy, So uh, yeah. uh, plus RPG. So. Um, Mirror's Edge Catalyst, I started this last week, and I'm quite enjoying it. I wouldn't go far, as far as saying I'm loving it, but I'm quite enjoying it, uh, and I'm probably about halfway through now, so uh, I'll talk about that another time jack you enjoyed it didn't you yeah i loved it uh i really enjoyed the first one i'm really into kind of a fiddly runabout trying at the best time games yeah (laughs) so i Um, know i speak about trials a lot but it's kind of like trials for me in that respect it's getting the best line getting the best time yeah and rinsing and repeating and learning it (laughs) but um, also the color scheme is the other thing that does it for me with that game yeah graphically it looks really good um, I just wanted to make one other um, recommendation from Q2, which is for Inside. Um, the follow-up, I'm going to say follow-up to Limbo. I suppose you could call it a follow-up. Yeah. Spiritual um, successor. It, it's, yeah, exactly. Spiritual successor. So, uh, Mark, you played this, I'm sure. I did, did, yeah. I loved it. I think I almost beat it in one sitting, actually. Uh, I played it mostly late into the night and then got too late. I went to bed, woke up and beat it uh first thing the next morning and um exactly the same yeah i i loved it i i think uh i think i like it better than limbo but i i, I maybe don't love it as much as you or dave either I, I i remember i was listening to the show when you guys were first playing it and and then dave wrote the review and um yeah it's definitely memorable for me it's, it's just outside my top five for the year because this was a really good year for me i think okay but, it's inside my top five yeah <laughs> Yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah, the I you know no, no, oh Jesus. <laughs> oh, I'm too slow on that really. I need to someone else who's in control of me. Yeah, the um no one no one should have the ending spoiled for them. But Correct. 
we should all i mean we all agree that it's totally out there and <laughs> it's pretty much <laughs> yeah. i remember you guys are talking about it i was like what could it possibly be and then a couple days later i get my hands on it i was like yeah that's that's all you could take for that i guess uh, that is a fair point uh, dave did you want to say anything about inside i just thought it was I don't know, it was probably very few games kind of leave a real lasting kind of impression on me. And that did, just, I don't know, the whole world and everything was just kind of really freaky throughout it. So that's definitely my top five this year, that one, easily. Yeah, me too. Me too. Play it if you haven't played it, it's cheap as well. That's the end of Q2. So let's talk about Q3. It was a relatively chilled um, quarter compared to the previous E3 insanity mm-hmm. um we had basically a few updates for the xbox some big ones as well um mm-hmm. they attempted to fix done unlocking so that was one of the big issues that we've had really since launch of xbox one that a lot of achievements would get to 100 percent and then not ever pop or at least not pop when you expected <laughs> them to pop but it would pop some random time in the future, which we've heard stories of up to six months before. <laughs> yep. is, uh, pretty, pretty horrible for anyone that's had it. So they rolled out various things um, which should hopefully allow you to fix it manually um, by doing things like uh, going to the achievement list with the game open on your Xbox itself or going to the achievement page on xbox.com. So we added a little panel to our mm-hmm. achievement pages which took you straight to that Xbox page which should hopefully allow you to fix it although it worked for a lot of people um some people were still having issues mm. i had i had um an achievement not pop for me the other day i must admit i haven't seen it happen as often um, no i think they, they i think on. they've definitely fixed something but i think there's probably still some issue somewhere yeah uh, what's frustrating yeah. Uh, but they also released various other stuff including uh clubs the club system looking for game mm-hmm and uh, the True Achievements Club we've launched with, uh, I think we were up to about 5,000 people on there now. So, 4,999 this morning. Yeah, 5,000. Get on over to the <laughs> True Achievements Club. I've not really used it much, to be honest. Um, we're in it. We're all in it. <laughs> but I don't really see anything from it. It's just a, a thing that exists. So hopefully you are getting stuff out of the True Achievements Club. Um I know there's like the activity feed and there's like a pe- you can post stuff to it, but um, yeah, I don't. And the, that stuff appears in my regular feed too, actually. Okay. So on your Xbox One. Okay, fine. That's cool. <laughs> um, we had an interesting editorial: the top five absurd achievement one uh, achievement li- Xbox One achievement list, which got quite a lot of uh, discussion going. It was a good mm-hmm. one. We'll link to that in the show notes as well. Well worth checking that one out. Uh, we announced Head to Head Two which is just literally finished. And we had an interesting story that Play Anywhere would be on all future Microsoft published titles. But, well, there's some argument about what Microsoft published means. But mm-hmm. I would have assumed that Gears of War 4 would have come under that umbrella. Um, but that is not Play Anywhere. Is that correct? Gears 4 is. Yeah, Gears 4 is. Yeah, what am I thinking Dead of? Rising oh, 4. Sorry, Dead Rising 4. Dead Rising Getting 4. Getting 4s mixed up. Too many 4s. Too many 4s, yes, exactly. So that was that was interesting. Or I guess it's not a Microsoft published title. But interesting, when this announcement was made, it was quickly retracted. Like mm-hmm. it was removed, the line was removed from the blog uh, pretty swiftly. So I'm uh, not really sure what's going on with that. 
But you yeah. certainly got the impression that the intention was to put anything that's Microsoft published onto play anywhere. Mm-hmm. The other massive story <laughs> that month was a free game that came out. So um, NBA 2K17, the very popular basketball franchise, released a free, I guess you'd call it a demo, a small a cut-down version of the game. Very cut-down. Yeah. which is like a prologue. Yeah. They're pretty, in fact, called the Prelude. Um which was an easy thousand, which I haven't actually finished yet. <laughs> 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 uh, I need to do that. But yeah, lots of people jumped on that. And some people will say that's um, endemic of the cheapening of, of Gamerscore, um, this gen, where we find ourselves with ID titles releasing, you know. Um, in fact, I have, to be fair, I was going to say with some pretty low quality things, but pretty much everything that Jack and I have played on the streams over the last two weeks I've really enjoyed and there's been a really good variety of them so mm-hmm. probably being a little bit harsh there but I think that is the perception that there's a load of shovelware coming out every week um, for a thousand game score at very low price whereas obviously back in the day the uh, independent games would only have XBLA as it was then 200 game score and that sort of separated them neatly from the the yeah. full game shall we say the the AAA title or the full release um, whereas now, you know, your Battlefield 1000 counts the same as your 1000 from uh, NBA, The Prelude. So fortunately, there's a website which uh, gives you a better score based on the rarity of those achievements. <laughs> Check it out. You might like it. <laughs> um, game-wise, again, not as much as Q3, I think, but um, certainly my highlight racing-wise for the last few years, Forza Horizon 3 came out. Wow. Does anyone want to talk about Forza Horizon 3? We've talked about it so much over the year. Um, Dave? Oh, go on, go on Mark. <laughs> well, it's my first Forza for the most part, oh. besides the Fast and Furious freebie last year. Yes. Um, and I, I just love it. I, I'm not even a racing fan, typically. Uh, I just I pretty much buy any racing game on the market, except for the, like the Rock and Rally or whatever that trash one is. Go but... On, <laughs> <'cause>, <laughs> My my four year old at home, he he just any racing anything in the world to do with cars, he loves it. And I actually went and bought the ultimate edition of Forza Horizon Three, which I've never done for any game ever, but it's totally wow. worth it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. It's just the the cars. It just looks beautiful. It's it's yeah. it's definitely one of the prettiest games I've ever played. Every car feels unique. You know, we we have our favorites. We have ones we definitely avoid and. We even I we did all the collectibles. He and I, my, my four year old son and I, f- just ran around the world, uh, smashing through all those boards. Yeah, which I never I never really do that. And I but don't it's know. It's an enjoyable environment to just drive in, isn't it? Yeah, it's like a great. The, the decision to set it in Australia paid off massively. I think. Yeah, such a it, variety. And the groove music integration is actually pretty cool too. The, uh, you know, because I mean. The whole point of groove music is just music that plays in the background of your games. Yeah. But on Forza, it's cool because they make it a radio station and they add yeah. like some post-production techniques to it. Um, so like as you approach the festivals, it yeah, kind of sounds like it's so blaring cool. through the speakers and it, yeah, oh, it's the so tiny good. Like that, yeah, that, um, <laughs> make that game so special. And I guess that's what you get to when you're making the third in the series and you can really polish everything. Have you picked up Blizzard Mountain? Um. They so I just had my own Blizzard Mountain experience today. I told you guys <laughs> off the show. I was driving eight hours through the snow to pick him and my partner, my girlfriend, up. Um, so tomorrow morning, we are uh, we're gonna play it for the first time. Ah, uh, it's so good. 
Yeah, we so, can't wait. <laughs> that first, that first moment when you, when you, you, you hit that first corner and the back end goes out and you're like, oh, and you feel like you're like getting a little bit shaky and then you pull it back in straight away and it just feels right. It just feels the handling in that game is just bang on, yeah. bang on the money. Um, great. No uh, surprise to say that that is also in my top five of the year. Uh, Dave FIFA. Yes. So FIFA seventeen. I've got, this in, I've got this in my top five, actually. Okay, tell us why. Uh, I know it's football games that just kind of rehash the same thing each year, but I think this was the first time that I can remember where something, you know, normally it's like, oh, defending's changed or <laughs> crosses have changed, goalkeepers are better. Whereas this is the first time they tried to actually do something. You know, they've, they've upgraded the engine to Frostbite, which made a massive difference, I thought. Uh, the the journey mode was something completely yeah. different, and then on top of that, you got the same kind of modes that have been great for years, like Ultimate Team and stuff, which I love playing. Me, me son plays it with me, so I just think that was really improved over previous versions of the game. Yeah, I mean the big the big one for me was journey mode, which I really enjoyed. I just love that idea of having a like a single player campaign. Um, yeah, it's it's, it's FIFA, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, third biggest title of Q3 uh, was Recall, which Jack <laughs> was all about as he loves it so much. Um, so I, I finally picked up Recall in the sale and I haven't started it yet, but I'm actually really looking forward to playing the first three hours of it, <laughs> which apparently is amazing. Um, and then beyond that, it, it, it tails off slightly, but that's fine. And I like, I like, I want to, I'm looking forward to trying it. And um, I've seen some streams of people playing it. It looks like a fun game. So. Mark, did you did you play Recore at all? Only the trial, but um, I think I'm actually getting that tomorrow as well because it's on sale for quite cheaper uh, locally. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'd be interesting to hear your thoughts. So I'm planning on playing playing it next week a bit. Uh, we spoke about NBA 2K17, mm-hmm. the Prelude, Batman Telltale was the fifth biggest title of Q3, and um, Dave has wax lyrical about many of the episodes of this already so uh, it's safe to say that it was I guess it's not in your top 5 I'm, I'm, but it, I would imagine it will be in your top 10 uh, yeah I've, I've enjoyed it, the last episode hit what was it, like early this week mm-hmm. oh ok, have you played it yet? yeah, played that, but yeah I thought overall it was pretty enjoyable, it was like a new kind of direction for the franchise so it's something different than what you've heard thousands of times before I guess but yeah, yeah gen- gen- generally enjoyable. Like I know Mark did the review, so he's probably better to talk about than okay. me. But there were certain bits that were great, some that were a bit miss. I thought uh-huh. mainly the Joker. <laughs> but yeah, he was a miss, right? For you too, <laughs> yeah, it just it just didn't hit at all. Yeah, but, um, yeah, I, I like the way they combined like the the Bruce and the Batman bits and stuff. I thought overall it was solid. Solid. Okay. Mark higher than solid. Um, no, I the I re, the the finale I gave a three three and a half out of five, um, and that's oh. probably what I'd give the whole series, okay. the whole season long. Um, I want them to do more. That's in the review I said that as well. I I would I would love to see them try again because I, I trust them to do better. But I don't know. I'm I'm a huge. I'm probably the biggest Batman fan at least on staff. Um, and I've I'm maybe not Bruce first. Wayne. Yeah, I mean, not the guy who's named after the character besides <laughs> <Yeah>. him. <laughs> but yeah, I'm up there with him. Maybe, maybe uh, 
closer, maybe a distant second. But uh, I don't know. So I'm looking at it through that lens uh, as not just a video game fan, but like a Batman fan. And yeah. there's, a, there's a lot better for the character out there, but there's a lot worse too. It, it ended up being – it's good, not great, and I think they can yeah. do great, and I hope they try again. Did they? Did it feel like they tied it up at the end of five episodes? Um, most of it. One one of the story threads. I won't spoil anything, but one one of them seemed like it was kind of tossed aside quickly in like the first few scenes of the finale, just to make room for like the major arc from there. But yeah, I mean, you're gonna have to type in the chat. You have to type in the chat in a bit. Tell me which bit. (laughs) Oh yeah, I'll I'll let you know. Yeah, it's they're they're building the world and they're trying to make it their own, and they're very obviously gonna do. A sequel. I mean, that's no spoiler. It's Batman. There's room to breathe in that universe. Yeah, so sure. I'm sure well, it, was come clear at the, it was pretty clear at the end to me. That they <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, now it's almost a spoiler, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Um, so it's not quite a recommendation, but if you love Batman and you love Telltale games, then it would be, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Don't don't make it your first Telltale game, but if you're a fan of the character and a fan of what they've done in the past, you'll like it, if not love it. Okay, I think Jack is hovering his um, cursor over Ben Hurt. Got show notes with um, all the games on for each quarter. And, uh, there's a there's a pink box around Ben Hurt, and I think it's Jack. <laughs> Jack, do you want to? I must have subconsciously done that, but yeah. <laughs> Another free title that launched and uh, very well, quite a low game rating, but what again, point, it's yeah. Considering you can't give less than uh, a it's, half. It's that amazing is, is how many there. people are willing to just try something if it's free, though. Yeah. <laughs> and gamer score. And gamer free score games. as well, yeah. And achievable gamer score as yeah. well. Yeah, and achievable gamer score, that's, yeah. To be honest, it was barely a game, really, though, was it? It was, it was the sort of trailer that tied tied in with the film Ben-Hur that released um, at the same time. Uh, which I don't think did very well either. Is I think the game fact? probably did better than the film, didn't it? Which says wow, something. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is really saying something. Okay, so there's um, there's two thousand gamer score for free there if you uh, if you want NBA the Prelude yeah. and, and Ben Hur, but don't don't blame me if you don't and enjoy that. Luckily, Ben Hur wasn't a demo for a, another game <laughs> like Prelude, but yeah, quite. Yeah, no one would have bought the full version. Of, uh... <laughs> With eight races instead of four. (laughs) (laughs) Chariot racing. Who who would have thought it? (laughs) Okay. That was, as I say, Q2 seemed relatively quiet. I guess it's the summer period. People are on holiday. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a a lull. Oh, did the Xbox One S come out? Yeah, August August 2nd, I think. Okay. So, um, and has done very, very well from from all the sales figures we can tell. has sold spectacularly well. So, well done to everyone involved in that. Have you got one, Mark? None of no, us have actually got one. Yeah, I, I don't have one yet. Sort of because of the Scorpio looming yeah. large next year. But at the same time, I'm I'm often tempted to get one just because it uh, looks so sleek. And yeah, I saw, it's not. It's got a good price, isn't it? I mean, it's, yeah, especially right now they're on sale still. Um, <laughs> I don't really need it, but I do have a 4K TV, so I'm, I'm yeah, kind of I'm kind of questioning it. Yeah, I've got 4K. So we have um, we have a satellite broadcaster here that broadcasts some stuff in 4K. And I, I even if I put it into Ultra HD 4K, I, I, my eyes can't 
spot any difference at all. So hmm. I'm I'm guessing it would be lost on me to to upgrade the console as well. So I'm not going to. You never know because I do you remember when HD first came out, like Sky yeah. Sports HD. Mm-hmm. I remember just feeling the same way about watching football and things like it didn't look massively different. Really. Yeah, the, the very start, like it, it, and then over time, I think it's just improved math, massively. Like, well, I think what they've done is they've given more of the bandwidth to the HD channels, and therefore yeah. press down the standard def. You watch, the, you watch some of the standard def, and it's like, now. did I used to watch that? Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 it's like this. Looks like you're looking storm through. outside or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so moving on to Q4, what a what a Q4 it's been. It feels like I haven't stopped playing games for the last three months really it's been um and and a lot of good games a lot of surprising good games let's cover the news first of all so site news wise we moved through achievements to fully secure https http2 all of that good stuff that means the site's faster and your private messages are truly private and can't be snooped on anymore which uh, i realize has taken a long time and um stuff and it really you probably don't see a great deal of benefit from it, but it's something we've been wanting to do for a while. So mm-hmm. fortunately it's done and dusted and uh, we can move on now. It was also the three-year anniversary of the Xbox One. Um, we did a lovely... Uh, we did various pieces on this, actually. We did a story and we did polls on on things. And um, it's been generally regarded as a bit of... A, well, I was going to say most people think it's been a, a great success, but there was some negative stuff on the poll. Um, people a little bit not happy with it, which surprised me a bit. It was a reasonably large number of people um, that said it was. Let me just bring the figures up, actually. Yeah, I think part of that is just, like, so many people aren't really prone to say, like, everything's going perfectly, you know? Like, (laughs) everyone's always going to say things could be better, you know? (laughs) Which is is probably still accurate in this case, but I'm sure some people voted because of that sort of... A lot of people just... Seems to be basing it on the shaky start still. You know, the stuff we mentioned earlier about the um, not being able to trade games in initially and stuff. There was a massive uproar, wasn't there, when they announced that. Then they had to backpedal and do their little 180. People have just never really forgiven them. Forgiven them. Yeah. (laughs) Even though none of them really It it still frustrates me whenever anybody calls it an X-Bone. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's a term that needs to disappear forever. Um... (laughs) Yeah, and it's X-Bones now with the S. And, um, yeah. I, I have no idea what they'll come up with, Scorpio, mm-hmm. but no doubt it will be abusive. Um, I think the other stuff was there was the console launch with some of the functionality that people would really got used to on the 360 that just wasn't included. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously the, the 360 was a very mature console at that point, and it had hundreds of updates probably over its lifetime. So... But even so, it felt like a downgrade for some stuff that wasn't working right. Party chat didn't really work initially, and you know, finding the achievements was difficult mm-hmm. in a game and just stuff that people that use their consoles a lot um really missed. Mm-hmm. The navigation of the the new OS was was tricky for some and we've already had a huge revamp of that already. So But for me anyway, I think I think it's been brilliant. Um I'm, I it feels like the we're coming to the point where the games are really living up to the hype as well now. Mm-hmm. And this like as I say, these last few months have been pretty spectacular. So let's talk about those. The game oh, in fact let's talk about so we've had Several more updates with the Xbox One. We just recently had one uh, last week, I think, which increased the download speed. Um, I know personally that it's been a real annoyance for me that um, so much has gone digital now and there's so many day one patches and stuff to to actually sit down and want to play something you've just bought and then have to sit there for an hour 
while it mm. updates is just incredibly frustrating. So anything they can do to, to shorten that time um, is good. And I think they're talking about something like a sort of five times speed gain on, on some of the downloads, which is pretty great. It just sort of makes you wonder why it's why it's been capped if it has um, <laughs> previously. Because uh, as I say, like stuff like the Modern Warfare download, which was obviously two games. Gigs. Yeah, two yeah. games. But what? I mean, that, it is? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, that's coming in the mail in a couple of days. I don't have that space. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh maybe god. just install remastered and um, save the rest. Oh, well, uh, let me yeah. do that. Yeah, you choose which one. Yeah. They're saying oh, okay. that they're releasing more maps soon as well, aren't they? So that's going to be pushed up even further. True. In the yeah, remastered uh, maps that were missing. Yeah, there were six absent when it launched, and they're finally coming out for free too. Uh, for free, I think too, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so. yeah. I think all of the didn't they say all of the updates for it were going to be free? I can't actually remember that. Yeah. I think that's what they said. So we've just broken, um, I think, 300 backwards compatible games, uh, and I think there's around 2,300. Well, I know there is, actually, because I just did the query. <laughs> there's 2,300 Xbox 360 games or and or apps, that is, actually. So you can ignore probably 10 of those um, in our system. So they've only done, well, just sort of 15% of them, really. Um, so there's plenty more to come. But the biggest biggest ones were almost definitely Red Dead Redemption, this year we did an interesting story on the take up of um achievement um unlocks for red dead uh in the run-up to that happening and then after it happened and it was a it was like a 200 percent or 2000 percent 20 times as many um achievement unlocks so i think um it's generally been a huge success we've had very positive feedback in that story um have either of you made any like use of it um I, I'm I playing did it in UHH. Are you? Okay. Yeah. I never really got into that game. I'm not really getting into it either, but it's the, it's the 360 <laughs> I found the version. Combat. Yeah, I found the combat really rubbish. <laughs> to be yeah, honest. I don't typically okay. like uh, turn-based fighting uh, like that, so I'm kind of dragging my feet through. But it's funny, so I keep coming back for that. Yeah, it's definitely funny. Yeah, that's true. That is true. <laughs> so um, the other big talking point was... Um, Eurydice's story about the death of the JRPG, which yeah. is fair to say has probably generated more <laughs> comment <laughs> than most of our op-eds this year. Um, we'll link to that in the show notes too. It's uh, interesting. And I just fair um, to say he got some abuse from that. <laughs> yeah. Just as as the um, the acting editorials manager, I just wanted to say like a huge thanks. I don't know if any of those guys listen to the show, but. Um, like, I mean, we, there, there's a bunch of people on the on the news team that are helping me out with editorials. Um, I, I guess I shouldn't even start to name names because I don't want to leave anybody out. But when uh, Kevin, a.k.a. Yuri Days, um, he's been like my second in command in, in a way. And he's, he's been like a huge help. Um, and Kelly earlier wrote that Call of Duty piece you mentioned. She did. That's actually maybe my favorite piece all year for me, at least. Um, it's only yeah, yeah. Well, I, hey, I came up with that title, so oh. I get credit for that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the other, uh, both of the other marks, um, Punky's done. I mean, Punky looks over everything, so she's awesome. But just the the whole team. Andrew's done some great stuff. Like, 
Yeah. If this is since this is the season's the year's end show, I just wanted to say thank you to all those yeah, people. No, 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 I totally agree. I was just waiting for you to finish, but I t- totally concur. The uh, the output has, has gone up, and it's just been you know it's, every day I come onto the site, or every every week that I look at a new editorial, it's something I'm interested in reading, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, and the, as you say, the the quality's been right up there as well um so yeah i I echo those sentiments well done everybody and the the amount of reviews dave you should mention the reviews wow yeah i think we just topped above 100 last year which was like our best and i think up to now we're up to 149 with more to be approved so yeah Um, yeah, amazing 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 amount of of quality uh reviews and editorials this year so well done to everybody involved in that stuff um yes we are on we're on metacritic now and um various other places that that look to our reviews so well done everybody hopefully we found some games that you wouldn't have known about um that you you've enjoyed because of reading a review okay i wanted to mention ubisoft's new dlc policy because that was a reasonably large story. Um, this, this was it. This month, uh, probably last month. Yeah, end of no, November. End of November. <laughs> and they said that they're going to move to a free model for um, DLC, just as, like they've done with Rainbow Six Siege. Uh, I think they said they were going to do that across the board, which is. Yeah, but they haven't yet specified if it's going to be if that's going to include single player as well, which I doubt. But. Okay. Yeah, it's definitely it's the trend we're seeing with multiplayer. You know, they're going to charge if you want some cosmetic, you know, some yeah. some gun skins or some new character costumes, and then you get maps and things like that for free. Which, I mean, <laughs> video, yeah, video games aren't often consumer friendly, but uh, that's probably more consumer friendly than the previous system. <laughs> yeah, I think it's got a benefit them as well in terms of you know because. When you used to go on like um, Call of Duty for argument's sake, and it'd say like some of your friends had the map pack, some didn't, so you you can't go on this map, you can't do this. So oh, I think yeah, yeah. in terms of bringing the communities together, I think the Titanfall realised that when they offered all their DLC free, you know, the first Titanfall. So I think it wasn't that was that was sort of the pitch behind Halo doing it last year too, right? Yeah. Wasn't that what they were saying? Yeah, yeah. they can keep the communities yeah, together. Sense. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about the games. It's as I say, it's been a pretty crazy uh, few months for games, and some of my highlights of the year um, are included in these. So, uh, the t- the top played game for Q uh, four is um, Infinite Warfare, and coming in third is Modern Warfare Remastered. So, <laughs> we should talk about this. So, Mark, we haven't had your opinion on this. What what was your thoughts on how they decided to sell um, Modern Warfare Remastered? Uh, I swear that they're going to release them separately, which yeah. is what they should have always done. I told myself I was going to wait for that, and then I didn't because I saw a good sale price, so I fell for it. <laughs> and that's obviously, you know, it, they did it because people like me are falling for it. Like these these numbers show that as well. But yeah, I mean, it's it's another lame move by like some <laughs> just just massive entity in the video game hobby of ours like it's you know it's it's a hobby it's an art form but it's also an industry and stuff like that just reminds us i wonder if it may have hurt sales i think i think so many people were put off by what they were doing that they may have lost actually lost people that said i'm not going to do that Hmm. um at all 
whereas they would have potentially bought remastered and then picked up infinite warfare further down the line maybe um but and now they've got no sales at all well, i have a feeling that might be the case and it seems like so many people are, are getting it as the 80 dollar or whatever your equivalent is version uh just to get the remastered that comes with it and i wonder if if maybe some part of them knew that boxing just infinite warfare by itself would have been disastrous so they had to throw in this carrot on the stick you know <laughs> yeah i mean they were getting a lot of as i said as we talked about earlier the trailer stuff um there was a lot of negative stuff around that and then this decision obviously maybe maybe they thought they weren't getting enough pre-orders or or, or whatever or this maybe yeah. it was always the plan to do this but i think you're right i'm sure they will chuck it out at some point on its own yeah. they've not said categorically that they're not going to do that yeah um, <laughs> Uh, okay. Um, another big title was Final Fantasy XV. Um, we've joked about <laughs> forcing each other to play this uh, at some point, but um, I think people are, are enjoying it. I think that's fair to say. I think I've, I've not seen anything negative yeah. about it yet. Kevin gave it a three and a half out of five, and uh, seemed like people were largely upset with that, thinking it deserved better. So, <laughs> well, Final Fantasy fans, I think, are very passionate I was, yeah for sure because they invest so many hours in the, in the games they feel they need to defend that that time is not wasted i guess yeah. um um but it's, if you're i would imagine if you're a fan of a series it's probably an essential purchase i am i i look at the screenshots and i think wow it really you know look at videos of it, it looks it was really visually impressive so maybe one day maybe one day i'll pick those up Another big title, which is not on my list, but is uh, Titanfall 2, which came out in October. End of October. Um, I've waxed lyrical about this uh, on a few occasions. Uh, it is, for me, the... <laughs> it is, for me, the um, best single-player shooting campaign I've played since Modern Warfare 2. I think it's fair to say, uh, which is high praise, uh, really, coming from me, because I play a lot of those sorts of games. So uh, it was, as Dave mentioned earlier when we were talking about Doom, it is a relentless, um, it's just a fun, changeable, like unlike Doom, where most of the levels are very similar, at least in general gameplay, Titanfall 2 is all over the place in a good way, um, and you're doing very different things all the time whether you're in a Titan or, or as a pilot or there's sort of stealthy bits, there's all out massive battles, there's parkour sections, there's just it's just constantly changing and um for that I, I couldn't I couldn't I felt like I couldn't put it down. I I just wanted to play it all the time. Dave, you enjoyed it, didn't you? Yeah, that yeah. I, I, I still hold by Battlefield One being the my personal choice of the two, but yeah, it's a it's a really good game. Yeah, I think EA was. I, I know the Titanfall isn't doing as well as they thought um, or hoped, but uh, it's so smart of them, I think, still to put them both out because they're so vastly. Like I own that, I own both of them now, and I didn't really plan on owning either at this point. <laughs> but I had, you know, I got Battlefield to play with some friends, and then um, my girlfriend actually surprised me with Titanfall as an early Christmas thing, and. I love them both. I'm trying to make time for both. And, and like I said earlier, I'm not even a multiplayer person, but they're, they're so vastly different that if I can make the time for both, like 
I, I can enjoy them separately and, and find reason to, for them to coexist. It's, uh, yeah, I think I probably like Battlefield a little bit better, like Dave, um, just because that's more my style. But the parkour in Titanfall, like, oh, my, it's just so smooth, you know? Like, yeah. It's kind of like Rocket League. Like, once you have it in your hands, you just you just know it's so well designed. <laughs> have you um have you tried to get the, the fast time in the tutorial level? Uh, a little bit, I, I have. I, I actually only have seven achievements left in that, and I was thinking about maybe going back and mopping it up. But a couple of the parts on normal were really tough towards the end, and I wasn't really looking forward to doing them on the, the hardest difficulty. <laughs> no, okay. No, that's true. Um, Dave, you didn't, did you play it on the hardest difficulty? No, because the, pro- the problem was that I, I got the review copy, as and it was a physical disc, so there was nobody else to review it other than me as I came back from holiday. And it's okay. one of them where I can't spend a lot of time, you know, try to go through it in hard. So I, I kind of got yeah. got the feel of how hard hard was, and then switched to an easier difficulty, so I could blaze through it quicker. Really, okay. I felt the difficulty was pitched pretty well for me. I died a few times, but not so much that it was, on hard. You know, it's one of them where I th- definitely, if you if you use the the abilities you've got in terms of moving forward and jumping around, the enemies are slightly slower than you. So even though it might seem hard, if you kind of Played it like a normal shooter. If you make the use of the parkour and jump around and all that kind of stuff, I think it becomes a bit easier. Okay. Um, other big titles that released in Q4, Gears of War 4. We've spoken about it on the show before. I I, th- I, played, I think I played it off the back of Titanfall 2 and any, any shooter that is a direct comp- competitor was going to suffer. It just felt incredibly samey for me. I, I know people have said, well, that's what Gears is, but it didn't have enough variety um, to keep me interested. And I got stuck on on, a, on the barge. There's a barge level where there's like a sort of horde mode level. And in fact, that just seemed to be the, the main innovation was to cram horde mode into the actual single player campaign Um in various different places, but it didn't grab me and I, I haven't finished it. At some point I'll probably go back and try and finish the story, but I got really frustrated on that one level. Um, it looked pretty, uh, but beyond that, it wasn't, it just didn't grab me. It feels for me now that shooters need to have more about them than just sort of repetitive gunplay. Hmm. Um, speaking of that, Dave, wax lyrical about Battlefield 1. I just think Battlefield over the years is always, the multiplayer has always been extremely solid. You know what you're going to get with it, but the the campaigns have always been a bit of a letdown for me. You know, you got you got Call of Duty that's all like explosions, like a big summer blockbuster movie, and it's yeah. really well paced. Whereas Battlefield has always been a bit slow and a bit of a letdown. And I just think the way they've done it this year with like the short, I think it's the six stories in it, each focusing on different characters and there was like in a real a real kind of emotional attachment to each of the yeah. stories i just thought they, they nailed it completely yeah yeah i, I yeah. hope more games actually you know cause we see so many copycats when when one studio gets something right you'll see a lot of others trying it and i'm hoping more studios try the the like the vignette style of yeah. a story mode that battlefield did that was really cool and the intro they, they, they don't just... overstay their yeah and they don't overstay their welcome you know they like they get in it's like well-paced, like maybe an hour to two each, and they, they tell like a cool little concise story, and then they move on to the next one. Yeah, and that, the, the intro, though, as soon as you finish the intro, it's like, wow. Yeah, uh, that intro was pretty uh, mind-blowing. and That's another yeah, one that's like, like inside. It's, it's, 
is just stuck yeah. with me. Yeah, I agree. I agree totally. Um, Jack, you played a bit of Battlefield One, didn't you? Yeah, I have. I've played quite a lot of Battlefield One. The single player or the multi? Uh, so I've played a little bit of a single player, and I've played more of a multiplayer. But I think you guys are totally on point about the single player. Uh, it's kind of split up into concise stories, but each one kind of throws you into a couple of different new mechanics. So you're kind of getting the best taste of each experience, like um, the missions where you've got to fly the plane, you play as the pilot, uh, missions where you're in the tank. Um, the multiplayer, though, that's where it stands out for me. It's just a really solid shooter. It's what you expect yeah. from Battlefield. But it's nice for something to go back in time, because we haven't really had anything old since World of War. It's funny how that happened. We were The whole gaming community was so sick of the uh, historical shooters. Yeah, World War II shooters. Moved, we moved so far into the future and now we wanted to revert back again. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I guess I'm sure we probably said this on the podcast, but the fact that Call of Duty has three developers working on it and they're all going in the same direction. Only three bikes made that game? No, but three studios, sorry. And they're all, going, it, they're all going in exactly <laughs> the same way. Like, why not have one focusing in the past, one present, one yeah, future? And then the three-year cycle, you kind of never get bored of it. But they're all just going further and further and just they seem to be trying to copy Titanfall. That's all they seem to be doing for me. Mm. Whereas Titanfall didn't really get the support it needed from its own publisher which is a shame okay um quick shout out to mafia 3 i've played a bit of it and i need to play some more of it but i've quite enjoyed what i've played especially the glitchy bits because <laughs> I, had, I had rain i had rain in someone's uh, bedroom which was cool oh jeez um, that was actually like <laughs> Besides Quantum Break, uh, or maybe along right alongside it, that was like my most anticipated game. Yes, I, I agree. I haven't played it yet. It's um, it's well, it didn't review very well, to be fair. Yeah, I was I was disappointed to see that. I'm I'm still excited for it because it seems like a lot of the issues people have with it are issues that were echoed when the Mad Max game last year, and I ended up loving that Mad Max game more than most. So I, I'm hoping I'll feel the same about Mafia. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I've, as I say, I've only played a few hours of it, but I really enjoyed it. I played it hard as well. I found it pretty difficult. Um, My biggest issue with it is like, it, after the first three or four hours where it kind of sets it up and it, the characters, character-wise, story-wise, all really good. And then after that, you just repeat the same thing over and over again. Mm. Like the, the missions like are made up, like, go and do this, kill this person. Go and do this, kill this person. Right now, the, now you can get to the final boss of this little story bit go and do that and it's just like considering Mafia 2 is so good as an open world game it just seems like a total letdown to me okay shame because the trailers and everything all the, the talk beforehand about the, the you know complex tricky issues that it was trying to tackle was really positive and everything I saw as, as Mark says really drew me in and it was right up there with my most anticipated games for sure so that's uh, a bit of a shame. I wanted to mention uh, Watch Dogs 2. It was also in November. Uh, I'm still playing that. I think I've only got two missions left. Um, so I must finish that. I've got sucked into Mirror's Edge now. But I will go back and finish Watch Dogs 2. Because I have really enjoyed that. Dead Rising 4 we covered in the show a couple of weeks ago. Dave thought it was good but not great. 
Yeah, like the the more I've got into it now, the biggest problem for me is the multiplayer just is really hard to actually get a connection going. You you go in and it drops out, and then you can't join back in again, and then it's just every time I've tried the multiplayer, people have dropped in, dropped out, fallen off. It's it's really weird. I don't know what they've got going on with the that, connection issues. I uh I to to some extent I bought my Xbox One um last uh, February of last year just to play dead rising three with my brother. And we had those same exact issues with that game. So I don't know if it's a, if it's a Capcom thing or what, but yeah, that we, we could just never connect. And I, I haven't seen in any other game since, or, or even before I, it was super frustrating. When did you play uh, dead rising three? Was it um, like at the time it launched? Or? No, no, it was, it was much later. Three. It was, it was like early last year when I first got my Xbox. Uh, but I and think for me, the, the problem with the, the minute with Dead Rising Four is by the time we're onto well, it's not even the fourth game because he's been the other games, aren't there? Like, but it's you're still doing the same things you were doing in the first game, and <laughs> a part of the joy of playing Dead Rising Three for me was that because it was co-op, you could see who could dress the wackiest and have the wackiest weapons. Yeah, yeah. It was, and then it was just funny to like be driving somewhere in a car and it blows up and then all that kind of crazy stuff whereas this it's just like playing because it's all single player it's quite repetitive it's still good if you like I'm, I'm enjoying it like it is a kind of just sit back and not have to think about anything just smashed zombies <laughs> to death but yeah after, after a while it just kind of got slightly repetitive for me okay so, co-op would have been better in my eyes than the multiplayer section yeah, they're taking a lot of heat for not having that, actually. <laughs> um, quick shout-out to Dishonored 2, which got a 5 out of 5 in Jay's review and also released in November. I haven't played it. I didn't really enjoy the first game because I was... I got. I looked at the achievement. It's very unusual for me to look at the achievement list before I start a game. I try to try to not not do that and let me, let it sway me. But I saw that there was achievements for completing the game without killing anyone and completing the game without... Being spotted. Else. Yeah, and I I managed to do the first like three chapters, and then I got spotted and killed someone <laughs> in the same move, pretty much. And I was like, oh, I can't be bothered anymore, <laughs> which is a terrible, terrible thing. But Jay loved that game. He obviously was a huge fan of the first game as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's Q4. So let's move on to the games of the year. Uh, the TA game of the year voting is now open, and get yourself over to the site. Vote for the games that you think are your games of the year. We're going to talk about our ones. Just before we do that, I thought I would mention games that have at least 50 votes on TA that have released this year. I was gonna, just had a quick look at them by game rating. So number one is The Witcher 3 World Hunt Game of the Year Edition. <laughs> <laughs> and number two is Bioshock. And number three is The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim Special Edition. So if you ignore remasters... Number four is Forza Horizon 3, which I think we've all particularly enjoyed this year. Uh, at five, Batman Arkham City, same applies. And then we've got Dark Souls 3 and then Ori Definitive Edition. So if you look at this list, and then it goes to Arkham Asylum, Bioshock Infinite, and then Assassin's Creed, there's literally just two games in the top 10 that are actually new releases from this year based on our users' scores for mm-hmm. them, which is interesting, I think. 
um, and probably bad. <laughs> it feels <laughs> feels bad. Yeah. I, I disagree with that entirely. But um, I suppose you're more likely to buy a game for a second time if you thought it was amazing. Yeah, if you've enjoyed time, it before. Yeah. A fairly obvious point, I guess. But there we go. That was interesting. So let's talk about our games of the year. Jack, um, what are your top three? So uh, first place, I've put Battlefield 1. Okay. Uh, second place, Forza Horizon 3. And third place, Mirror's Edge. Okay. Mm. So, so I have played all of those, but I haven't put enough time into Battlefield 1 and Mirror's Edge. But yes, I can see they appeal in all of those games. Yeah. Uh, Mark, your list is, is more interesting because um, I took a sneak peek at it yesterday. And <laughs> because of that last night, I started playing the Turing Test. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's my number two. Uh, and surrounding that, number one is Rocket League, which is sort of cheating, I think, because it was my game of the year last year because it technically <laughs> also released then. PlayStation, okay. Yeah, if you eliminate that, the Turing Test is far and away my number one. I gave it a perfect score. Uh, but it's not a perfect game. That's not what, the fi- that's not what okay. a five means. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Yeah, yeah, Rocket League is perfect, but uh, and then number three, I uh, it was tough. I had about a half dozen that I couldn't decide among, and I went with uh, Unravel when I finally okay. came to a conclusion. Okay, cool. Um, so I started Turing Test last night. It's something we've not spoken about on the podcast at all. So why don't you tell us why it was uh, so high up? Uh, so I didn't want to make the comparison in my review because I thought it was lazy, but I'll lazily do it here because it's 4 a.m. where I am right now. <laughs> That's fine. That is totally <laughs> it's fine. Basic, it's, it plays like Portal. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it's it's got one of the best stories I've ever played in a game. Um, it has some slight technical hiccups because you basically move room to room. And at least when I played it, maybe it's been patched out now. No, but it, I, mean, I had lots, lots it's, of Okay. It's, uh, yeah, basically as you approach each room, it'll, the game will like pause for anywhere between like a second to like, I don't know, eight or nine seconds, um, which didn't annoy me, but I'm a pretty patient person. I know some people had a harder time with it, but, um, okay. No, sorry. They have, they have patched that. I didn't get that, but I did get oh, lots good. of frame rate issues, um, around and the loading times between sections are vast. Yeah. That, that's essentially what I mean though. Maybe I, I probably okay. misspoke, <laughs> but yeah, it's just, um, I don't want to spoil any part of the story because the whole thing is just awesome, but it just deals with artificial intelligence and uh, space exploration and alien life. And those are like all my, those are all my favorite things. Like any, the, the only thing it's missing is time travel. If it had time travel, it would be like, just probably (laughs) made for me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That, okay. yeah, I don't know. And, but it's well, not just that I love those it's that I think it does really well at expressing its ideas and the ending is awesome and uh, yeah. yeah if you like so Portal like you should play really... the Turing test basically I, I'm, I'm only at the end of chapter one yeah um, but that's a, very, a nice gentle-ish introduction like, oh, in fact some of the puzzles did throw me so uh, at this stage each room is a separate puzzle basically and um, the 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 theory is at this point in the game which is not really a spoiler but the the puzzles were devised to tell the difference between um a human taking part mm-hmm. in trying to progress and and a and a, and a ai who mm-hmm. in theory wouldn't be able to solve these puzzles so that's the turing test which is named after alan turing the guy who made the first computer type thing um <laughs> but yeah but there's, there's very little hint of the story to come from the first chapter so I'm, I'm looking forward to playing the rest of it i did get stuck once even on the first chapter which is worrying me uh, because <laughs> the guide i was looking at did say i read forward one line and it said um 
on chapter two, the difficulty level is considerably <laughs> harder. Than I was like, oh, wow. Okay, I've already struggled. Um, but yeah, it's just a very simple gameplay mechanic, um, but already fun. And as you say, the you're constantly chatted to by a computer... Your ship's computer, I'm guessing it is. Yeah. Um, sort of talking you through, yeah, talking you through what what's going on and stuff. So, yeah, I look forward to playing more of it. I'm kind of, yeah. I'm, I just, I, I just wanted to say, I, I think I'm, I'm curious to see like the the stats roundup at the end of the voting to see how many other people might have mentioned it. Um, I know that it has no chance of winning because just not enough people even know it exists. I think, but. <laughs> uh, but it's just sort of my it's just the game that I'm championing this this fall like I'll probably pick one every year my girlfriend says I'm a hipster maybe that's maybe it's me doing that but <laughs> it's just I just love this game so much and I didn't expect it Dave handed it off to me for review I was like yeah whatever I'll see what it is and it just Say surprised that, uh, me every too. review though yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, that's great when you come into a game with zero expectation like, I don't we're going to talk about our ID uh, link up shortly but um some of the stuff in there is just i've literally known nothing about and they i've been really pleasantly mm-hmm. surprised by some of them and that's fantastic when that happens that's, yeah turing's that's an id and uh I've, yeah I've, i've played a lot of great id games this year alone actually mm. um dave give us your top three i'll go with Forza horizon three are we are you these in order yeah first reverse order that's first Okay. Number one, Forza Horizon 3. And it, I did that as a five out of five, and it is perfect. I don't care what you say. As a racing game, like if anybody isn't into racers, like R5 is like, you know, definitely recommended to everybody. And I think if anybody's not into racers and fancies trying a racing game, then Forza Horizon 3 is the game to play. Mm-hmm. And I can't see, unless you hate cars and. <laughs> the ground and the sky then there's no reason to not like it do you know what i mean and then uh battlefield one in yep. second and then third i'll go with inside okay nice yeah um can i just ask have you got the blizzard mountain dlc i have you know i have did you enjoy <laughs> the first 10 minutes of it yeah I've, i got I've, tingles yeah i loved it and uh, like you say with the the back end, just the feel of it, like going, and I've noticed now, now that I've kind of got used to it, that you don't, you can kind of use it to your advantage to go around corners really fast, which is awesome. But then there's, there's just surprising bits, like you'll, you'll be racing, and all of a sudden the ground slightly changes, and you can feel the grip just yeah. go completely, and just <laughs> your car sliding off when you don't want it to. I think it's the handling is just so good on it, the physics. Yeah. When you go over that lake, the frozen lake, it's like whoa. <laughs> But can, was, I don't know how, but you can feel the difference straight yeah, away. Yeah, and I think they make really good use of you know, like the rumble triggers and all that kind of thing. It just it feels so responsive while you're actually driving. Yeah. Like I said, perfect. Cool beans. Okay, yeah. I'm going to go with... I'm going to do reverse order because uh, I know how to do different. It's traumatic. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have Insiders third also, mainly because um, I didn't know much about it and it just... It made me pleasantly surprised. Just some of the puzzles in it are really cool, and the whole vibe of the game was awesome. And it's, it's dark in places, so it's proper, like, you know, gloomy, and it's unusual to play games like that. Uh, Forza Horizon 3, I've got in second, and um, I went with Titanfall 2, number one, as I've spoken about lots before. So, um, as I said, get onto the site and vote for yours, and we will crown our winners uh, in, in January when the voting closes. But as a winner between the four of us, that makes Forza Horizon 3. 
So, so uh, it yeah, does make right. fools of And Mark didn't even mention it, even though he waxed <laughs> lyrical about it uh, in, in the earlier section. So, so, so that means that I'm right, basically. Well, that, this, this whole episode is just entirely designed to prove that you are right, Dave. Yeah. This, this is what we've been building up towards. Um, uh, let's talk about site developments for the year. So we covered a few of them quickly, but I just wanted to mention uh, other stuff. Like we have redone the achievement flags. We have sort of redone the multi-genre voting system. And yeah. I know people are begging for that to go live. So it's going to be the first thing we want to do in January. We we didn't go live with it now because there are a few things that we need to iron of a, out. a lot of underlying things that rely on them. And we need to make sure that's all figured out before we just kind of push ahead. Yeah. So apologies for everybody that was expecting that to happen, mm-hmm. and I realise it's taking way longer um, than than we thought it would do yeah. originally. Um, quick mention for achievement rarity. So we have integrated that across the site. Um, you, as you know, get a different achievement unlock um, graphic and sound when you get a rare achievement. They have adjusted the uh, definition of rare down from ten percent of gamers that have it to 9% of gamers that have it. And it made a small difference. I think we removed about 500. Yeah. Uh, we've now got it across the board. So we've got it on 360 and well, every, 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 single every game. platform. Yeah. Every platform. We have the rarity stats. So you will notice on the achievement page that it will have a diamond icon. And on the right hand side, you will see the Xbox live um, total percentage across the board and also the true achievements um, total percentage. So you can compare them. Uh, we've introduced game hubs this year. So there's a, now a single place to go for that game, which pulls in a vast amount of data, all the news, all the screenshots, all the videos. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be bringing even more uh, next year to the hubs, uh, which we can talk about in a moment. Um, the final thing, which is really cool for us, was the ID link up. So we are um doing lots of cool things with the idea xbox program which has included streaming probably six games seven games already in the last week or two mm-hmm. um come on the streams we're giving away copies of the games we are all learning about these games that we know very little about um live in front of your eyes <laughs> getting getting frustrated and um, confused and Jack basically proving that he's a better gamer than I would <laughs> <laughs> generally. <laughs> um, so yeah, so check out our streams. They're virtually every day at 3pm UK time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's fair to say, Jack, that we've played some yeah. pretty sweet games that we Play- didn't know anything about before. I've I've really enjoyed stuff like Her Majesty's Spiffing. Mm-hmm. Um, Star Force Anniversary was brilliant. Yep. Just, you know, really good. And there, there are more. There are more that we've played. So Look out for more of that. And thank you to ID for, for helping us with all that stuff. It's been pretty cool. Before you move on to next year as well, you've missed out um, your hackathon that you did. Oh, yeah. I did a hackathon when Jack was away. Jack went <laughs> off on holiday, which is I'm going to ban next year, I think. <laughs> shouldn't be allowed. Um, but, yeah, I did. I tried to go back to the old school, think of something and write it quickly and get it up on site and then try and fix everything that breaks. <laughs> <laughs> which is how TA ran for the first four years of its existence uh, which was quite funny and I think sort of quite a quite an exciting time for people because uh, you never knew whether the website would be working on for a day to day experience so uh, yeah that was quite fun I can't even remember all the things I did lots of little dev- developments obviously you can't code a huge new system in, in a day so that was fun maybe we'll do a joint hackathon in January Jack mm-hmm. to try and clear down sounds good 
some stuff. Yeah, get some more side wish list stuff ticked off. Yeah, just cram, um, just in case rattling through it uh, as quickly as we can, mm-hmm. I guess, because there's so much stuff that people want. Speaking of stuff we're going to do next year, so we, as I said, we're going to implement the genre system. That's the first thing. Um, mm-hmm. We have leaderboards in the pipeline for rare achievements and for ID titles. We want to produce the best pricing system that we possibly can. So we're going to be pulling in prices from the Xbox store um, and we're going to be bringing them direct to our game hubs uh, across all regions and with price watching. So if there's a game that you think, I want to get that, but I don't want to get it till it goes on sale, we'll be able to set up a little alert and we'll let you know. whole host of really cool features around that revamped sales page with a ton of new stuff on there. So look forward to that. The help system. So there's been a thread actually in the wish list, and this is something that we've tried to get off the ground on numerous occasions before and um, have failed miserably because it's all very well thinking of how to do a help system, but it's sitting down writing it. And with a constantly evolving site like True Achievements as well, all the stuff that... I mean, we did start this process about three years ago and we have a load of pages written but they're, they're all out of date now <laughs> so it's like oh we got to start again so we really want to do that we want to want to provide a uh, a better explanation of how to use ta because mm-hmm. for us that have been on the site for years and years and years we know how it works but for a new person coming into it it's like whoa what are all these buttons um and there's a lot of functionality that needs explanation so that is something we're keen to do. We're also keen to revamp the settings page, which is just a huge list of mm-hmm. um, not particularly connected <laughs> settings that affect your user experience on the site. So, we're trying to group all that stuff separately and maybe even move some of them to the game to the pages that they actually affect um, would be a sensible thing to do. We're also looking at creating um, a really advanced user-created contest system. So. S- uh, we ideally want to be allow you to be able to create your very own GTASC or your very own UHH um, and set the parameters yourself and then the site will handle everything from that and mm-hmm. that's incredibly complicated but uh, quite an ambitious plan but it's something we really want to do and finally we want to integrate game clips like we've got all these you know we've got I think it says like 22 years of game videos <laughs> we're now storing but they're sort of tucked away and people don't really see them and we want to do some <clears> stuff with that um, and make them easier to share and make highlights videos of and hopefully do a weekly um, best clips from the community type affair. Mm-hmm. All of those things are on our horizon and we hope to be able to do that. So that's what we've got planned for TA. Let's talk about what we're looking forward to for next year. So obviously Scorpio. I think we've all accepted that we're all going to be <laughs> jumping on the, the Scorpio bandwagon when that arrives. Um, we've done our price prediction sort of. Um, I don't think it's going to be more than I'm going to say now I don't think it's going to cost more than £500 I'd be just staggered I think it'll be 500 600 but something I didn't think about earlier until um, Mark and you mentioned your TVs You to take full advantage of it you probably want a 4K telly as well so you've got that investment on top as well if you haven't already got one that's that's true so no, 4K TVs are coming down pretty quickly they are yeah, they it are dep- depends if you want one the size of a postage stamp there doesn't it <laughs> 40 inches like the smallest you can get in it is it okay there's not much point yeah. in having one below that because no. you won't, I mean you I can't see, see any on my <laughs> so. get a 4k downscaled to 1080p telly <laughs> I yeah. was talking to a, a friend of mine who swears by a projector he's got a projector at home 
Um, okay. So you can get 4K versions of those now. The bulbs in those are really cool. expensive, depending on what you get if they um, do break there, aren't they? Okay. Even bigger investment than a TV. Possible to happen. Okay, let's talk about games. So Red Dead Redemption 2 was announced to much fanfare and drama and excitement. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Mark's a fan. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm just guessing that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I thought I thought that would be the case. Um, I'm very much looking forward to this. Really, really, really much looking forward to this. Um, do we have it confirmed as a release? Yeah, it's just, well, they said, they said they 2017, said, but they always oh, which means spring, spring, yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So spring. So we're not even. We're not expecting it to come next year. Well, they, they said it would, but they normally delay. Don't they? They slip so. every time, don't they? I can't remember. Yeah. yeah. Rockstar game that didn't slip. It seems like most everybody does. like. I don't even care about release dates anymore. <laughs> like we have to report on them on site, and as even as I'm writing it, I'm like, this this is not gonna happen. Might <laughs> <laughs> be disappointed. Tone in your stories. Yeah. Um, something we do is... know is going to hit next year is Mass Effect Andromeda. Mm-hmm. So I'm a huge fan of two and three, uh, not so much one um, in the Mass Mass Effect series, and I, I can't wait to play this. I haven't I haven't got stuck into a proper. I mean, it is an RPG, isn't it? Let's, let's call it a shooty RPG. Um, mm. Since Mass Effect Three, that was, that was the last one that I really invested any time in. So I and I I got totally swallowed up into that game. I thought it was absolutely mm-hmm. immense. Uh, cannot wait for that. I mean, I think we're, is it March? I think it's early, isn't it? I can't remember when it's out, but it's out Q1, I think, of next year. Yeah, they think. They're not sure. Oh, come on, they won't push it back, will they? I it's already they... been pushed back, actually, hasn't it? Wasn't it supposed yeah. to be this year, originally? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's always had, like, loose windows announced alongside it, but right now they're saying spring of, of 2017. I don't know. Okay. I'm, well, I'm guessing maybe June or May. Really? Oh, no. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm just cynical, but I, you just see it all the time. And they've they just finally re- revealed gameplay for the first time ever, and it wasn't even like one segment. It was they like kind of jumped around. It was like a highlight reel. It, it made me think like maybe they don't even have like one solid m- like moment down that can be like shareable in such a format. You know, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, fingers crossed. I'm, I'm yeah. still gonna be. State of Decay 2 is on this list. I know nothing about State of Decay. <laughs> that, Dave, I, you must have put this on here. I put that on <laughs> I know, on Mark, did you put this on here? Yeah. Okay, tell me about State of Decay and why you're excited about 2. Um, I wrote a thing right around Halloween time about me searching for the best zombie game ever and how, you know, <laughs> I, it's a few thousand words. You can read it or not. But at the end, basically, I come to the conclusion <laughs> that <laughs> I come to the conclusion that I think out of all the zombie games, and there's countless, that State of Decay probably comes the closest to being exactly what I'm looking for in a zombie game. And it was missing a few things, and I'm hoping State of Decay 2 can can uh, correct those few things that are missing and, and become that, like, the, just the best zombie game ever. And, like, it's adding a four-player co-op now. Um, the first one didn't look very good because it was originally a 360 title, and right. even at that, it was it was made. I actually met the people at PAX East, uh, Undead Labs. There, there was like a 24 person team out of Seattle, and they didn't. That you could tell when I met them, they were very apprehensive about the re- the release. It was like a few days or weeks away when I when I met them at PAX, and um, and it came out and it blew up. It was like the second biggest selling XBLA of all time behind Minecraft, if I recall. Um, how did I miss this game? <laughs> it, is it, it has, third person? Or third person? It's third person. Um, 
it's got like permadeath, but you can switch characters all the time. There, there's, there's, oh man, it's so good. But <laughs> it's on Xbox Wait. One now too, so you can still pick it up for that. But yeah, Why basically, I'm just, yeah, I'm just hoping this one builds on what the first one was lacking in a few areas, and and basically like gets it totally right. Didn't the first one, didn't they promise co-op with that? And then they kind of said, all right, we're not doing it now. Yeah, they actually, when I first joined TA as staff, that this game was finally like titled because for a while they were just calling it class three, which meant nothing to anybody. But um, yeah, and they, they'd mentioned co-op was, was an intent of theirs. Never really promised it, I think, but yeah, it, it never had it. But now they're skipping because I think originally it was going to be two player. And now they're jumping right to four player for the sequel, which is great. Yeah. Okay, Jack, do you want to tell us why you're looking forward to Sea of Thieves? Um, I got hands-on with a Gamescom and went to a developer talk about it. So I had um, one of the guys that's heavily involved in the development, I think it was either the creative director or producer for the game, talking about it. And it just looks like a really fun, cooperative-based game. It looks quite cartoony in terms of graphics. It's almost TF2 in that style. Um, but it's kind of about working together, um, pulling your friends into the game, and all s- uh, sailing a pirate ship around, basically. <laughs> yeah, it's a most unusual concept, I think, for mm. a new game. In There's um, the multiplayer, and you'll kind of be sailing along, and you'll just see another pirate ship, and you could leave it, or if you and your friends decide to attack it, you can do that as well. Uh, you can drink, um, like, grog <laughs> in it. That's why. Um, yeah, that's... That's the best part of the game. Um, <laughs> but it just felt really solid for what they'd got. It seems like they're putting it in the, um, taking it in the right direction. So I think they've announced um, betas for it at some point. I yeah, might be wrong. Yes, they have. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm looking forward to it, but the only thing that I think is like when we played it, all three of us together at Gamescom, there was that guy who was well into it. Yeah. Who kind of <laughs> helped. He kind of helped make the experience a bit because he was like, "Go on, do this, do this, go yeah, on, everybody." And if, if you haven't got that person and you're just talking about the football, I really enjoyed what I played, but I think he kind of made a bit of it. Yeah, that's <laughs> a good point. Um, Halo Wars Two is also coming out next year. I quite enjoyed Halo Wars One. I'm not gonna go more overboard than that, but um, it's something I'll probably pick up if it's in the lull. If there's a time period where there's not a lot coming out. I, the interesting thing about ID, the ID program now is that there's probably going to be some little gems coming out pretty much every week now. So there might, there might not be a big lull. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Don't know. We'll see. But um, it certainly feels like there's a there's pumping the titles out this week and last. We had I think we had six this week and six last week or something like that. So hopefully there won't be that fallow period where nothing releases. There's the potential for a new Assassin's Creed, I suppose, because they haven't released one this year. Yeah, there's been loads of leaks about it being set in Egypt. Okay. Because they did the Chronicles, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, they've not said anything, but there's been people leaking stuff on Reddit and NeoGAF and stuff who are supposedly working on it. And... I don't know. I like. I saw Mark moaning about. Um, was it? Did you? Was it you saying you didn't like Syndicate recently? I haven't liked one since Brotherhood, but I know you uh, have an opinion very different did from you, that. Did you play Syndicate recently? 
I did, and I I think part of the problem was I played it right after Far Cry 4, so I was just kind of Ubisoft out at that point, yeah. but I don't, you know, you can only climb so many towers in one month before you're, <laughs> before you're exhausted, <laughs> but I don't know, I just, I liked a lot of things that it tried to do, and I actually liked the characters more than any since Ezio, but uh, I still think it was lacking, and it's just, it doesn't have like the same feel that it used to to me. But maybe I'm, maybe it's me. <laughs> I no, the, well, I'm in the same. I've only I, I've touched a bit of Black Flag and I touched a bit of Four, and neither of them really. I thought they'd been getting further and further away from kind of like the original ones. Then Syndicate was, even though it was more of like more advanced in terms of the time, so the things they had available was more advanced. Um, so it was a bit different. But I thought it was like in terms of the character and the story, it was getting back to its best. And I'm now that they've taken a year off. And they seem to be going. If it is Egypt, you presume it's going to be, you know, back with the pharaohs and stuff. So less kind of modernized. So hopefully, I'm 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 hoping it'll be something good again. Yeah, I th- the story was just so good to the first few, and then they just when it became annualized, it seems like they just lost their way or or didn't mind not focusing on the story anymore. And I'm I'm hoping they get back to that. I uh, I really like the the stuff about the first civilization. Yeah, well, that kind of um, drops off completely. Really, they, they kind of touched on it on the, at times, but not yeah, as in depth no, as the first three. Yeah, it hasn't really been a focal point since the third one, and that one ends on such a cliffhanger that they've really <laughs> yet to resolve. I'm kind of wondering, like, I don't know, I just don't know who's steering that ship behind those games because they're all over the place. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's a lot of different studios that work on them, isn't there? It's a bit, it's a bit strange. A bit of a collaborative effort. Okay, yeah. we put a little note here, VR question mark, which I think is sort of sums it up <laughs> for Xbox. Um, I don't know where we stand with Xbox and VR at the moment. It's fair to say that I think PSVR has been a oh, In fact, I don't even know this for sure, but I think PSVR has been a success. I've certainly enjoyed what I've played of it. I'm not sure it's worth the £350 that it cost me to get, but mm-hmm. certainly the experiences, and I struggle to call them games because a lot of them are very short. Um, yeah. I think experiences is definitely the right word. I think it's more to try and ease people into it. I think people are very sceptical about the whole thing. Yeah. Like kind of short demos, you get half an hour, you don't suffer any of the motion sickness from prolonged play or whatever. Um, I, I'm not sure that's true. I'm not sure that's the reason they're so short. I think it's difficult to make a full game. Mm, okay. Because as soon as you bring movement into it, yeah, it becomes a lot so more difficult, doesn't it? It me feel a bit queasy yeah. as soon as I started moving the controller rather than my head uh, for movement. It was it was sort of pulling me out of that experience. But um, moving on to Xbox, I don't I don't know. They announced that Oculus. Yeah, they had a uh, partnership with them, but they yeah. they never really specified what that's going to be. I, maybe it's just PC. Well, the but... partnership um, part of it, if you buy an Oculus, you get an Xbox One controller with it, don't you? <laughs> well, I hope it's that more than that. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm hoping that's just the initial kind of the basis and they're going to build on it from there because it's disappointing if they're not. So but, Oculus yeah. was the one that was bought by Facebook, is that right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I've got a feeling that they're going with most people are going to be playing VR. If, you, if you're on a PC, it's going to be on Windows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And since... The Xbox and Windows are so kind of similar in architecture. Why pick one and make your own like PlayStation have had to do? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. So I'm just guessing, but like, I'm sure I, can, I I don't know if I'm imagining this, but didn't they say something recently like Xbox One's VR compatible or something like that? I I certainly saw something where you could watch yeah maybe Xbox was, games yeah. on Oculus or something. Yeah, I'm sure really... I'm sure I saw something recently. So I just I just think but it wasn't the full it support. It was just having a big screen. It wasn't right. 3D and. I just but they they definitely mentioned didn't they when the Scorpio was announced like um, Fallout Four they, they they were talking about so excited to have yeah, a console VR, that can actually run Fallout Four in VR as we wanted it to so I think it will okay come. so do we think then that there's going to be a port on Scorpio for Oculus and that's that's I, I think they might just have it open up to whichever one you've got you know the different. But they're not going to allow PSVR. <laughs> no, but I mean, obviously not that one, but all the other types, like, I don't know what they call it, Vive and stuff like that. Just those I think yeah. it'll probably be Oculus for the Scorpio, but I think the, the main they're point is that it's just going to be for Scorpio, potentially. Because I don't think the Xbox One has it's the power to do it well. No. Like, on the PlayStation um, 4 of a minute, it's like, just acceptable. Yeah, it's just acceptable, but it feels a bit subpar still. Yeah. And you I don't think Microsoft would want to have a subpar experience with what they've got. They may as well just wait for the like another year. So how much does Oculus cost to buy? I have no idea. I imagine it's considerably more expensive. They're about 550 Yeah, I was, I was going to say, I think around 700 maybe 800 So if wow. that's the conversion there. Plus you would need a top-end PC to use it. Or a Scorpio, which well, is... Well, yeah, or... Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so you're looking at a big investment. But maybe in a year's time, it will have come down a bit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think X- Xbox, Xbox seems to just be playing wait and see with it, you know? Um, yeah, whatever they have in mind with Oculus, um, it would it would make even more sense for them to wait if since it's not... They're not developing that system themselves like P- PlayStation did, but... Um, from what I heard, PlayStation's kind of struggling. They um, they lessened their forecast by like seventy five percent of what they initially expected to sell, <laughs> which really? is never That's good. <laughs> yeah. There wasn't much um, publicity around it. I know it was sold out as well because I struggled to get one. It took me mm-hmm. it took me a couple of weeks after launch before I could get one because they were all sold out. All the launch ones here anyway. Yeah, you can't get them anywhere here. They. I don't know if that's part of it, why advertise for something that they can't even sell us. But Yeah, <laughs> they're obviously not making enough. Yeah. I think um, a big advantage anyway, for, for Microsoft as well is if they're not actually producing the, the VR units, they don't have to shoe on it into like their own games. If, mm-hmm. if it's a feature that's available on a game, then they can use it. But they don't. Whereas I imagine PlayStation is going to have to start putting it into some of their games to make it people look at picking it up like we used to get some xbox games with like connect shoved yeah. into it just because we had to yeah i think the um isn't there a batman no there's a star wars battlefront well there's both um, yeah there's a batman as well yeah but the star wars battlefront is interesting because that has a separate vr only yeah level um that's available now so if you buy it on if you had let's say a playstation 4 and a xbox and also psvr and then there is a reason for you to buy it on the playstation platform rather than the xbox platform and are you going to get things like in the next uncharted he's going to have like a, a section that's vr a vr yeah well that would stuff. be amazing i mean that that really would be something to look at i think okay i think that's the end 
Wow. It's an epic show. Yeah, this is probably yeah. the longest ever, I would think, right? Yeah, it's got to be up there. Yeah, <laughs> the whole year, though, so that's probably fair enough. Um, thank you to everybody. Has anyone got any uh, final things to say or um, shout-outs to give? I want to shout-out to the rest of the teams. We've already given some love to the news team. Let's give a massive um, big cuddle uh, to all <laughs> the other teams, the investigations teams that I think have Steeped done more in work yeah, but I've, I've flagged up more people um, with dodgy achievements than ever before this year. I think um, Game Info team that just continues to do an amazing job. The Walkthroughs team, I think we've published more Walkthroughs this year than ever before as well. And the site continues to grow. Um, site Milestones, we, we're we getting around 300 people a day signing up to the site at the moment, which is pretty spectacular. Um and we want to give all of you the, the the best website we possibly can. So we'll be working to achieve that. Uh, we are closing in on 1 billion. <laughs> I'll say that again. I feel I need to spell it out. <laughs> billion with a B. Um, achievements tracked, which is pretty Huge. scary. Really, When I first made TA, the thought of having a table with a billion rows in it would have <laughs> quit at that point. Because <laughs> uh, that's a lot of data. And... Um, Amazingly, that that data, that table with a billion rows in it, powers a lot of the pages you see on the site. And really, you wouldn't notice that there's um, that much going on behind the scenes. So that's all that's all working pretty well. And um, yeah, thanks thanks to Jack for helping with all that stuff. Thanks to Dave for being an awesome social manager. Thanks to Mark for doing a fantastic job with editorials, and um, and the moderation team. Ooh, Ooh thanks, Ben. <laughs> They would have had you banned. Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't got banned. <laughs> would have been awkward. Um, and any other teams that I've forgotten, which there probably are some little ones that I haven't mentioned. So thank you to everybody that's that's worked on the site in 2016. And we look forward to bringing you lots more amazing stuff in 2017. Uh, thank you, guys. Have a wonderful Christmas period. Festive season. Holiday season. I never know what I'm supposed to call it these days. Um, <laughs> and I hope Santa uh, brings you everything that you ask for. Let's Same have a wrap you. up. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. See you later.